I'm Jim Fournette, and I just wonder if any of you are sick and tired as I am of people who claim to be the icon of wrestling. Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper claim to be the icon. Shawn Michaels is the icon that can still go. Bret Hart would claim to be the icon if he wasn't too busy crying about being screwed. And I guess Randy Savage is still thinking, thinking. Well, Shawn Michaels is still the single most talented athlete in wrestling today inside the ring. But outside, he's an adolescent obnoxious jerk who takes his tights and goes home if he doesn't get his way. Bret Hart is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, but if he'd have been screwed as many times as he claims, he'd have struck oil by now. And Randy Savage is a legend, but let's face it, how many records did Frank Sinatra sell last year? But the pinnacle of this icon garbage came at last night's cage match between Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper to determine in their minds only who the real icon is. WCW had the gall to say this is the greatest cage match in history when it was only the greatest in three weeks since Hell in the Cell. But here you've got a 46-year-old bald movie star wannabe who looks like Uncle Creepy with a good bill taking on a guy with an artificial hip that hadn't wrestled a full schedule in 10 years. It's a tribute to the massive egotism in my mind of both men and an indictment of WCW's promotional policies that this match even took place, much less be in the main event, when the card was probably the best that WCW is capable of having. By the 10-minute mark, they were sucking wind so bad, the first three rows passed out of oxygen deprivation. It would have been funny if it wasn't so sad. Well, I'm sick and damn tired of hearing guys claim to be the icon, especially when it usually comes from guys who just didn't know when to quit. Roddy Piper was my idol when I was a teenager, but that was 20 years ago. Hulk Hogan, during his best years, was 50% media creation, and those are long gone. This match was a slap in the face to every wrestler that takes pride in his profession. And in my mind, no one man is bigger than this sport. But if there is an icon, it would be a man who has great ability inside the ring and professionalism and maturity outside of it. Let's leave all the petty backstabbing I make more money than you BS with the hat check girl and concentrate on talent and attitude. The Undertaker, Ric Flair, and Steve Austin have never claimed to be icons, which means they're big candidates to be just that. And on a personal note to Hulk Hogan, you are a household word, but so is garbage. And it stinks when it gets old too. I'm Jim Cornette, and that's my opinion. Colossal Tussle Podcast, episode number 32, and it's a Slim Jim Snap Into It episode. It is I, Randy K.J. Johnson, alongside Hollywood. <laughs> Just John. Just John. How's it going, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing, doing well because we are here, the final yep. of our odyssey. Our, our look in at the uh, feud between Hollywood Hogan and Rowdy Roddy Piper. This is their trilogy of matches in WCW. Mm-hmm. We are on to the third one. It's been a good time. It's been a wild ride. It's, it's definitely been a wild, wild ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm happy we finally made it, made it here. Mm-hmm. The match we've all been waiting for. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're going to get into it. <laughs> we're going to get into it. It's a WCW Slim Jim Havoc. Yes, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc, 1997. Also the yeah. first time that we've done an actual full year 
of a wrestling yeah. promotion. Yeah. We have gone from Havoc 96 to Havoc 97. So it's it's going to be very interesting to, to have a look at how things were at the beginning of our podcast tour yep. to the end of our podcast tour. It's going to be pretty exciting to see what type of shape the WCW is in <laughs> heading out of this pay-per-view. But oh boy, before we do this, a lot has happened in current day wrestling yes. world yep all right of course we've had the the big events the wrestlemanias night one and two yep. and i'm glad that we've had more than a week to sit <laughs> on our thoughts to think about it to digest some of the things that have happened yeah. and uh yeah not now we're gonna give our our two cents yeah now that we've viewed it a couple times mm -hmm. we, we've seen the fallout of some of, of, of these storylines. Mm, they sure have. <laughs> they sure have. So, yeah, uh, l l let's start off. Night, mm -hmm. night one. Night one, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, night one is, I mean, we can start by saying, obviously, the much superior night. By far. Yes. By far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the only real kind of dud on that card was the actual opener, Austin Theory and John Cena. That was the only one that really fell short. Yeah, and, and honestly, it wasn't terrible, but the rest yeah. of the card was just so good mm -hmm. that if you're just nitpicking and looking for one to be like, all right, this was the worst one, yeah. it would be that one. Mm -hmm. But yeah. not because of overall quality or anything like that. It was just because someone had to be the worst in a Man. great, great pay-per-view. Yeah. Right? And I mean, in fairness, it was a very by-the-numbers match. Yeah, you know? yeah. It was very just whatever. Austin but, Theory had to cheat a lot. Yeah, almost no build yeah, to it. Yeah, you know? almost no build. Because you know? uh, Cena, you know, it's probably very expensive to get him in that ring. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. he's probably phoned it in by this point. Yeah, well. yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. But uh, besides that, yeah, every match thereafter was banger after banger for but sure. Sorry, to go back to the opener, were you surprised that Cena lost that match? No, or no? no not at all. I was definitely expecting Theory to win. Uh, John Cena has no reason to win. Mm -hmm. um, he's not going to be sticking around. He's got Hollywood on the brain. He's not going to participate in any Saudi shows. <laughs> So it's not as if you can plug him for a Saudi event. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hollywood would not be keen on that because, you know, the Saudi I, government murdered a person. I was, I was still surprised that they went along with the match regardless. Like, I, I remember hearing the rumors before they announced that. I, was, I thought it was just, like, just a story that people, like, took and just rolled with it. But... Uh. Like once that bell ring, I was like, "Oh shit, this is actually actually really happening." It's so going on, it's yeah. going on. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, that was a good match. Uh, well, I mean, it was a fine match. Decent match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the tag team showcase, uh, showcase however, whatever the fuck. Good heavens! Did yeah. they maximize their minutes <laughs> and put on quite a show? Yeah, because quite uh, a show. Because when you see the match. When, when I was watching the match live, it felt like it went on for like 15 minutes mm. because of all the amazing high yeah. spots that were happening. Yeah. But in reality, it was only like an eight-minute match. Yeah. But they packed so much into those eight minutes mm -hmm. that it was like easily one of the best matches from either night, one or two. For sure. Yeah. Um, foolishly, I suppose we thought that uh, whoever won 
those matches would be first in line for a tag team title shot for both the men's and the women's. Yeah, because the way they played it up with it being like a showcase yeah. and then the best of the best tag teams and no. Neither yeah. one of them are number one contenders. No. <laughs> coming out of the show. Like, what? Because I, th- I, I think they announced the other day that the Usos are getting a rematch at the titles. Yeah. And then everyone else just went back to the mid Honestly, like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Strowman and, and Ricochet are starting a program with the Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Alpha Academy is doing. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what the Street Profits are doing. So, yeah. no winners. Nonsense. <laughs> no winners in this. Nonsense. Uh, Seth Rollins, Logan Paul, heavily delivered, over delivered as expected. Every, every, every time. Mm-hmm. Every, I want to hate Logan Paul, but every time he gets in the ring, he does yeah. something yeah. memorable. I mean, I hate him, but I hate him in the good way. Like, yeah. I hate him because I want him to lose all the time and I want him to be, you know, get yeah. his come up house. And now, uh, but he's e- doing good shit. The E is actually finally letting him be the heel that he's yeah. born to be because yeah. <laughs> his whole baby face thing it's like you can't mm-hmm. he's naturally unlikable yeah. you can't turn him into a baby i mean they did they, they they did the best shot with the miz because i mean if you want to put him against somebody that's unlikable yeah. <laughs> and get him cheered but he might you, be the guy to do it but but it got to yeah. a point where people were just like we're just gonna boot both yeah. of you it's nevertheless <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah, yeah, they put on a great showing. Uh, KSI, whoever that is, <laughs> getting so old. yeah, getting a frog splash <laughs> through the table. Yo, yo, yeah, and that was that was highly entertaining. Um, Listen, it was an entertaining match. The whole the the whole uh, seeing who was gonna be underneath the yeah. the the bottle the thing, prime, yeah. you know. So it was it was an entertaining match. It to, was yeah. indeed, yes. Then um, God, what else was there? Tri- uh, what so else? we got Trish Stratus, Lita, Becky oh, Lynch. Oh fucking hell, yeah, that thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> defeating Damage Control in a match that went almost fifty minutes. Mm. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Lita's very, very much past her prime, mm. as much as I love her. Uh, very much past her prime. Trish still has a little bit in the tank, but yes. it was basically Becky versus damage control with yeah. interference now and then. By, <laughs> with, by, some, <laughs> with some spikes. Yeah. With some flavor. Like a little sprinkle of <laughs> yeah. Trish and Lita here and there. Uh, damage control loss, which I think, should be the end of their whole group because well you would think so but they're carrying on the last couple of weeks it's like since they started they haven't won any of their major feuds so it's like what's the point Mm. of keeping them as a tag team at this uh, at this point but they're still going with them for now but i feel like whatever momentum they had is completely derailed uh and then on the other side i think they're moving on from becky and, and trish uh, they're doing Becky versus Trish now instead of yes. the whole trios right. tag thing, whatever the fuck that was. That that's was right, going on. Right. Do you think that uh, with Trish turning heel and having attacked Lita, you know that mystery attack of the back? Oh side, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Are you thinking that maybe those two are gonna have but one more match I th- before we get to Becky and Trish? I think. I think the plan is going to be 
a tag match. Mm. I think both Trish and Lita would want to have that that one last yeah. singles match. I don't think they can put on one last singles <laughs> match. So I think the mis- I don't think Lita can. Yeah. So I think the mystery <laughs> attacker is gonna be someone who's gonna be associated with Trish, oh, and then it's so? gonna be Trish oh. and her mystery partner oh, okay. versus Lita and Becky. Mm. Because I, I honestly don't think Lita and Trish can go over <laughs> maybe five minutes. Uh, just have a, a huge spot fest for five minutes. Mm. But I don't, I don't see that. Mm. So that's my prediction. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I feel like that's the direction Still they're going go in. With the tag. Okay. I'm, I'm going with the tag. But I've been, uh, as you can see from my prediction <laughs> challenge, I'm bad at these. So I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I could be completely could be wrong. wrong. Yes. Uh, but what you weren't wrong about was uh, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Maria getting the title. On a a great match. Yeah. I will say the second half was great. Yeah. The second (laughs) half was great. Because the thing about it is that during that first half, the the really damning thing was that Charlotte wasn't getting any reaction for her moves at all at first. Yeah. Like it wasn't booze, it wasn't cheers. It was silence Cause I think, for a lot I think of the, it. The, the crowd, I think they're just tired of Charlotte at this yes, point. They're tired of Very it. much so. Uh, but the sad thing is that she just came back. Because yeah. like she only came back in December. <laughs> she, she came back and, and, and she did it. There wasn't no character change or anything. Mm. She came back and it was kind of like the same Charlotte. Yeah. Like she, they tried doing the baby face thing, but it's Char- yeah, it's Charlotte. you know, it's Charlotte. You it's can't unlikable Charlotte. Yeah, player, you yeah. can't have her as a baby face. And then the whole Rhea thing, even though they had a history, they really didn't play into it a lot. Yeah. So we were coming into the 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 pay per view kind of like, mm. all right, this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it took a, it took a while, but they actually did convince the crowd yes. after you know. Once she got backflipped onto her face, <laughs> yeah. the crowds were like, you know what? I was like, okay, all right. She's willing to ruin her face for the sake of us. So, And then it turned into an incredible yeah. second Listen, half. if you ever want to get the crowd on sure. your side, just almost die. Yeah, like, almost <laughs> smash your face in. And, and there you have it. Uh, um, but what, what people were tuning in for, mm. Ray and Dom. Yes. That was goodness. <laughs> I know oh. a lot of people are tuning in to see what happens oh. there. What a wonderful <laughs> performance. From what a wonderful <laughs> sports entertainment performance. The amount of heat that Dominic has. Oh. Holy shit. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. And he just owns it. And that's what I love about it. Prison when he's Dom, coming man. out, yeah, he's coming out all handcuffed and he's got the Rey Mysterio <laughs> mask on. And he's just acting like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm a super tough dude. No one else can do that. Oh, no one else could do that. He just owns it. Yeah. He just owns it. And you can tell that he's such a chicken shit heel. And the fact that he lost is is even better to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, yes, he should. He should. Because <laughs> he's a chicken shit heel. And yeah, he should get his comeuppance and he should lose. And it doesn't hurt him at all. No, 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 not at all. Not and, at all. and he drags that heat that he still has, even after losing. <laughs> even more so, I would argue. Yeah, as his reaction. Yeah, Jesus, um, the last couple of weeks on yeah, Raw like and the, SmackDown. Yeah, where he couldn't even get a word off because they were booing him like crazy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's, that's impressive. 
to still be that much of a heat magnet coming out of a loss than you did going in. Yeah. Um, very impressive. And I, I, I know, I know for a fact that Dominic is going to continue to grow and probably be a U.S. champion by the end of this year. I, I am calling it now. <laughs> Once Austin Theory loses it, whatever baby face has it, if Dominic is still on Raw... He's taken that title. That guaranteed. That would be really cool to see, but again, we have to wait till this whole draft that they're yeah. doing gets, gets yeah. out of the way. But if he stays on Raw, you know, but Judgment Day might be drafted over to SmackDown yeah. if they're going to keep him with Rhea. But if he stays on Raw, he's getting that title. At the very least, he's getting another tag title shot for sure. He's holding that belt with the priest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you want to get into? Main event time, or do you want to run down night two and then do both main events? Yeah, we can do that. You want to do that? Yeah. All right. So, so night two, we got Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar versus Almost, <laughs> which, <laughs> as it says Under right here, five minutes, four minutes and fifty-five seconds on the money. One f five, two horrible uh, bear hugs. What? Was the point? <laughs> Listen, you said it here. It's gonna go under five. I didn't want to believe you, but four fifty-five on the fucking dot. He managed to fit in two rest holds in four minutes. <laughs> two bear hugs in if, four if minutes. If he would have held on even a little tighter, I would have won. I would have won that you challenge. You would have gotten me over. You would have gotten me over five. But no, if I know Brock Lesnar the way I know Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Five minutes, bing, bang, boom, we're here, in and out. Listen, uh, this didn't serve any purpose. Not at all. <laughs> no one ended up Not looking great out of, after that. <laughs> like So it, it, goes to, it goes to show. Then we had the, the women's showcase. Mm, vastly was, inferior yeah. to the men's showcase. Yeah, they, they went exactly the same because the men's mm. went eight. Hold on, let me look at the exact number for you guys. The men's went eight thirty, mm-hmm. and the women went eight twenty five. <laughs> so a five minute difference, but a crazy difference, but a crazy drop in quality. Uh-huh. I know yeah. an insane drop in quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronda and Shayna ended up winning, even though they barely did anything. Ronda didn't do anything yeah. at all. I believe she's still injured, from what reports tell us. Yeah, and she she showed up at the very end, I think, just mm-hmm. for the finish. Yes. Um, and it seemed as if Shayna Baszler had hurt herself as well, because apparently, and I didn't see this, uh, she had lost a shoe. She oh, took off her boot at oh, one I didn't, point. Oh, I so didn't see that. She could have rolled her ankle at some point. So, yeah, the, the, oh, <laughs> the female winners were hurting by the end of it. <laughs> and they didn't do anything. <laughs> But yeah, it was a vast, oh, vast drop in quality. And you want to, this was what I was noticing from a couple of the highlights um, for, uh, and actually even on the, uh, the Halloween Havoc show, a lot of happy feet, a lot of female, like they're just kind of like up and down on their feet. Like they're, they're really fast on their toes. Yeah, yeah. And that makes them really uneven looking. <laughs> like every time they're trying to go for something, they're just like, <laughs> They're just happy feeding it up. It's very strange. And, and w- w- what I find as well, especially with, with this match, is the fact that, like, the transition from one thing to another. Yeah. Like, again, they're doing it in a safe way, which you should. Yeah. But I feel like 
it's too safe to the yeah. point where like I can see you waiting for your opponent to certainly get in position with kind of, which kind of like throws you off mm -hmm. of the match. Yeah. Like again, I know you guys are doing it in a safe manner, yeah. but that whole like the the happy feet thing, yeah. waiting for your opponent and all that kind of I don't know. At least for me it kind of takes me away from well, from the match uh, a little bit. What's funny is that um this past week on Raw Apparently, when Liv and Raquel won the won the tag titles, mm -hmm. is that um, Liv Morgan apparently got knocked down off the apron, and she was just sitting there, and she was very clearly waiting for a cue. Yeah, and yeah apparently yeah. somebody that was in the audience or a bunch of people that were in the audience were just looking at her, and she's just sitting there, not doing anything, and one of them just yells, "Get the fuck up!" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like that's the only improvement that I I feel like the, the women's division needs to work on. And it's, it's that like waiting yeah. that like the, the waiting for your cue yeah. type of thing yeah. where they make it seem way too obvious yes. yeah. that they're waiting for the person to get in position. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's heavily scripted, yeah, yeah heavily yeah. scripted behavior. And they, mm -hmm. they need to get out of that. Uh, yeah. One that wasn't mm -hmm. like that. Mm. Was the next match oh, God, between Gun yeah Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew for the IC Sweet title? Baby Jesus, yeah. As much as I wanted <laughs> Logan Paul and Seth Rollins to steal the weekend, <laughs> and they were very much on the cusp of doing so. One of the top matches of, the, of the weekend, yeah. but good heavens, <laughs> like you want to talk real, real as genuine good can get. Lord. While still being incredibly safe, because it doesn't seem like anybody was tremendously hurt. No, no, no. Uh, Drew McIntyre is apparently banged up going into the match. Yeah, yeah. But uh, besides that, but good heavens, the chops, the kicks, the the ten beats of the battle that went for thirty. <laughs> oh, the power bomb on top of another man. Just everything looked fucking painful yes it looked vicious and real and raw yeah and it was like it was it was the perfect balance i think between moves and stiffness yeah, this, and brutality and it was beautiful in its brutality is listen, what it was this match i feel like every Every ten seconds, you you heard the crowd just go, "Oh yes, oh!" oh. <laughs> like, it was one of those. Like Jesus. everything looked painful, everything looked real, mm. but it was a beautiful match that probably stole the the weekend. I would have it as one or two, depending on who you ask. Yes, yeah. For for me, what edges it out is is what we're gonna discuss later on. But good lord, if it like. It's a toss-up, and either one of them. If you went and watched back that match, you'd probably be like, "Yeah, it's the best." And then you'd watch the the for me the tag team match main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I went back and I watched the triple threat, I'd be like, "Oh no, this is probably it's better." Like but one, then I'd watch the tag yeah. match and I'd be like, "No, this is better." So it's, it's one A oh, one B type too of thing. tough, yeah. too tough. One Good lord, did they bring it? Yeah. Yes. Um, and then the next two matches for night two was Bianca mm. Belair versus Asuka. Oh, sloppy uh, match. Yeah, Bianca I'm sorry. retaining. 
I'm sorry, <laughs> because a lot of people are going to be like, oh, what are you talking about? No, it wasn't sloppy. It was sloppy, guys. They had no, Watch it. Watch they had it. no chemistry. Yes, no I know chemistry. that we like them both, because I like Bianca. I love Asuka, but they could not. They, it, it did seem like they were working against each other. Yeah. Like, in Especially the literal the first, sense. Especially those first couple minutes. Yeah. That was like, it was brutal to yeah, watch. Yeah, and it was just kind of a whatever kind of finish for me as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where she just powers out of the arm bar into the KOD. Yeah, like and there I, was nothing much to that and to I, me. I didn't enjoy the whole, like, mist and then she ducking, her ducking yes, the mist. The I was mist, like, oh. the, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a... It's cool, it's, but... It's fine. I, 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 I don't know. I didn't like the whole ducking the mist part. Mm -hmm. I was like, that, that just seems kind of like a cheap way to just a bit of work around that. Yeah, to me, I found it a very sloppy encounter. Very <laughs> sloppy encounter. I mean, be, you know, the ladies are who they are. Mm -hmm. I like them, but yeah, not a good showing. Yeah. Not a good showing, in my opinion. And I don't know what the follow-up is. I don't know who's challenging Bianca at the moment, if anybody. Um, uh, I honestly can't remember who, they, who they're who they putting up against. I, I know it's not Asuka again, no. but I can't remember who it was. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, co-main event. Yes. Edge. The brood edge. Brood edge. Get I it right. Sorry. Get it right. It's brood edge. Brood specifically. edge versus the demon yeah. Finn Balor. The purple demon. Yeah. The purple demon king. And we we finally got a regular colored cage. <laughs> but, but at what cost? <laughs> we got a regular colored cage, mm -hmm. but the props. Yeah. Were color coordinated yeah. to each man. Yeah. Red, red, brood edge. <laughs> and purple. And happened. purple. Purple. Why would you need a purple kendo stick? What is the purpose of that? But like not black. It's something that doesn't look so ridiculous. Purple. So, and it's like Barney the dinosaur purple. Yeah, it's, it's not, not dark purple. It was oh, like light purple. God. So we got we got our regular cage, yes. But we had to suffer through red and purple. That's right. <laughs> objects. Yeah, that's right. Red and purple table. Red and purple sticks. Red and purple, purple chairs. chairs. Yeah. Oh Lord! I expected one of the ladders <sighs> to be the color coordinate. I, I honestly thought one of the one of the ladders was gonna be ridiculous, uh, ridiculous. And I remember turning to you, and I'm like, you know. I understand why old school people just fucking hate this wrestling <laughs> because and, you get shit like this. And then um, you get a point like the match was whatever. It was decent. Uh, we got to a point where Edge just whacks fucking Finn <laughs> in the head with a chair. It's not funny. Splitting him open. It's not funny. <laughs> but my lord. Splitting him open. Yeah. I, I thought they were gonna they were gonna stop the match. Yeah. But apparently the, the ladies at that ringside stapled him up yeah. and gave him some injections. Yeah, they injected his and head. Just pushed him back out there. God damn. Uh, luckily he had he had the face paint so the mm. blood didn't you couldn't see the blood yeah. that much but which the, is a fucked up thing to say yeah, but. <laughs> the mat was covered in it the ladder had a splatter of blood yeah like, good lord it looked like a grand theft auto event <laughs> they managed to finish the match but 
Mm. At what fucking cost? Yeah. That was a, that was a mess. Especially because he got up on the cell and yeah. did a coup de gras through the table. Yeah. Oh, so, dear. So, night two wasn't great. No. It wasn't great. No. <laughs> a lot to be desired. Mm. Um, but now let's go on to the to the main events. Yes. So, obviously, we need to start first with the, uh, the tag match. No, no, no. Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are we you got, talking about? We got to talk about the true main event. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, man. Come no. on. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. We we got to talk about the true main event. <laughs> so, you know, the bloodline stuff's cool. Yeah. But The Miz <laughs> and Snoop Dogg put on a performance of the ages. Back-to-back uh-huh. -back nights. First night versus Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat McAfee. You know, he, he beat The Miz. I should have picked him for my bonus. You should have. I really, because I knew he was going to show up. I knew he was. I, it, I, for some reason, it just went to the back of my brain. You know what it is? The, the reason I, I didn't even think he was going to show up, because I forgot that they had hosts for mm. WrestleMania. I thought this year they were just going to be like, we're not doing this shit again. Because no, it doesn't make any sense. It there's does. No, there's no purpose for it at all. But they did have Snoop and Miz. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, fuck. When when they were talking about it, like, oh, there's going to be a match. I was eh. like, ah. Oh. Eh. Here comes Austin. Here, here comes fucking Pat. Yeah. And that he came out, he came out, did his Pat McAfee thing, mm -hmm. beat the Miz. Yes. Night two. Mm -hmm. Is where the headlines happen <laughs> because it was supposed to be oh. the Miz versus Shane McMahon, oh. returning Shane McMahon. Oh dear! <laughs> he, oh dear. he gets in the ring. They they ring the bell. Shane's doing his thing, yeah. and as commentary <laughs> is saying, he still got it. He still got it. <laughs> Because he's jumping, he's doing his thing. He does the leapfrog. He's, he's doing the leapfrog, and they're like, yeah, he still got he's it. As soon as Michael Cole says these words, quads blow the fuck out. It's not funny. I, I, I have such a soft spot for Shane McMahon. I, I really do. I love Shane, and I always have, and I Listen, always will. Shane's the true Mr. WrestleMania. He, oh, I love I love Shane McMahon. So, like, one of my favorite returns he's, ever he's is, sort of is like, him in he's, he's, 2016. But He's sort of like Logan Paul in the fact that you're like, oh, there's no way he's going to be good. And then he, he ends up doing, like, some dumb shit that you're like, wow, that was great. And then, like we're we were watching him, and we're just like, man, he's old. He looks so old. And you were like, he's moving so slow. And he does the the international, the drop down, the stand up, the leapfrog. And he's then, doing the hits, yeah. Yeah, and, and and then you were about to say, oh, okay, he's got some, and he stands up, and he can't stand up. And he tries to stand up again, and he just collapses. Yeah. And the Miz has got to be like, "Oh fuck! Oh <laughs> fuck! Oh fuck!" Yeah, because I remember me and you were, me and you were, were like as like we do always. We were yeah. dragging abortion. Yeah, we're like he's old, he's washed. Yeah, he starts doing his thing. We start coming around. Like you know what? <laughs> maybe our bad. Just we, maybe we were being grouches. Yeah. you know and. Nope, nope. Oh, man. And then, yeah. 
Snoop Dogg has to save the segment. Yeah, so so he goes down, tries to get back up. His knees were like, sir, you can't you can't do this anymore. No. He he, no. he collapses in a pool of sweat. Yeah. Uh the Miz is pacing around like, oh yeah. fuck. What, what's he gonna do? This is cause this is night two. This Man. is the co technically the co-main event because it goes on right before the main event that's right yes so miz is like oh fuck what do we do what Mm -hmm. do we do um you don't see this on the broadcast but on on instagram you can see one of the cameramen telling snoop get in there and just punch him and snoop you know snoop and the miz the true professionals (laughs) snoop gets in punches the miz does the worst (laughs) Rock bottom. I've ever fucking seen a people's elbow. But uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, the, people's the people's elbow. elbow. One of the worst people's elbow yeah. you've ever seen. He ran the ropes like Kelly Kelly. Very good. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! To me, he delivered the worst. And yet, also the best elbow. Like the amount of air that he got on that elbow. Is incredible. He like, does run the ropes like Kelly Kelly. Did. Holy shit. Did. He ran it like Kelly Kelly. Managed to drop the best elbow that I've ever done a scene <laughs> in terms of air quality control. That's uh, actually funny as fuck, uh, man. It was, it was very well done for a for a segment saver. Um, yes. Yeah. Poor, they, poor Shane McMahon. They save the segment. Oh, Shane, Shane gives a thumbs up as they walk yeah, away. Yeah, he's... he's He'll be fine, but you have to know that because this happened, as soon as he's better, he's gonna want like a WrestleMania program. Oh my god! To redeem himself, one thousand percent, and it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> knowing knowing Shane, he's probably gonna want like a whole storyline. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably he's gonna go want after a the, He's probably gonna go after the Miz <laughs> and everything. No, he'll call. He'll call out Snoop Dogg. Holy you stole. You stole you my stole WrestleMania my... spotlight. <laughs> In any other world, I'll call you crazy. But knowing Shane, knowing Shane, he'll That's probably right. do that. Absolutely. He'll probably do that. And he'll want to elbow a fucking handy... Snoop Dogg through the table. <laughs> a handicap match, That's him right. versus Miz and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Knowing Shane, yeah. But <laughs> on to the real main <laughs> main events. Main event for night one. Mm. Conclusion to the bloodline storyline between... Yeah, part one. Part, yeah, part <laughs> one. Uh, which is uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy going yes. after the tag titles. The, the tag titles in the main event of a WrestleMania. Yeah. The Usos, who were constant openers in dark match and pre-show people. Yeah. Main eventing a WrestleMania. Sammy Zayn goes from Johnny Knoxville comedy to the main <laughs> event and one of the hottest wrestlers in the world, Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens main events two WrestleMania main events in a row. Mm-hmm. Can't do much better than that. <laughs> and quite frankly, four guys, four people, no more deserving of that spot, in my opinion. Yeah, because even when you when you say Kevin Owens two back to back main events, you have to realize the first main event. Was against Stone Cold. Yes, it was. So in Texas. Yeah. So we are counting it, but uh, 
Uh, I'm not counting it. Hey, that doesn't count. A main event is a main event. I <laughs> but these guys truly deserved it. Mm. You know, Sammy, you know, being like, you know what? You guys want to put me up against Knoxville. I'm going to have a, the best it match of the so night. Good. <laughs> Kevin God. Owens, you know, you're going to put me up against an old retired legend. Yeah. I'm a I'm a give you your money's worth. Spamming the suplex button. I remember that. <laughs> you know, so these guys have just been fucking working. Like any anything that you give to them, they're just gonna turn it into gold. Yes. And for all that to pay off here, mm. main event. Yes. Um and it felt big time. It felt it big felt time. big time. It, it felt like felt a main event. Big time. I was worried at first because I thought it, it was going to be the opener. Mm. So when I saw Cena and Theory open, I was like, okay, mm. we're safe yes. for now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad that it went after Ripley and Charlotte. Because yes. I, I feel like the emotion of that tag match would have blown up the crowd and they would have been even more quiet for Ripley yeah, and Charlotte. Yeah. And uh, But again, we've been... Screwed over by the by WWE yes. so much that you don't know what to expect no. going in. No. I was like, they should be main event, but knowing them, I don't know where the fuck. Like, they could be like in the middle of the card for exactly. all I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it was a great main event. It, it fucking delivered. It did. Sammy finally got his revenge on Jay. That's right. Um, Again, it should have been Sammy Roman, but mm. I'll take this. I'll take this over, over you know, not having anything so mm. great great main event and it really capped off the better mania yes for me yes uh the that mania was flawless and then i was like you know what it's up to them to deliver and they did deliver absolutely you know i have nothing but great things to say about that main event mm -hmm. yeah. it was a superb Main yeah. event. Superb on on every level. The storytelling, the athleticism. Mm -hmm. Like the only nitpick that I have seen was that the Usos <laughs> delivered a combined 22 kicks. super kicks. <laughs> <laughs> which is just an outrageous number, I will grant. But it's still, you know, it it can't impact that match and how it turned out and just the, the pure emotion i was mm -hmm. getting teary-eyed mm -hmm. when they won and and what that meant to canadians gotta love that that's just that's a little yeah, that's yeah. just a little side thing yeah. for me just two canadians you guys that, that that came up in the indie yeah, scene yeah just very indie You're darlings have no business being where they are yeah. in terms of WWE because <laughs> you still have the stigma of the land of the giants and the land of the big beefy boys. Yeah, like you have these, to look these, a certain yeah, way. Yeah, these two are like the complete yeah. opposite. You got yeah. you know the short guy. Exactly. You got the the guy that's that's according to Vince and those guys yeah. out of shape. Yeah. So these two guys are like the complete opposite of what we've yeah. been conditioned to. And even even Jay and Jimmy, I mean, they're not they're not built like true true gods. They're <laughs> they both got dad buds. They're both flabby Samoans. True true. None of them. Uh, but it doesn't matter the athleticism and their storytelling and and the 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 storyline of the bloodline and Ko and Sammy. Mm -hmm beautifully done like there's not a better three four five months for those guys like 
absolutely incredible and a perfect end point <laughs> <laughs> to their storyline. Oh, oh, but no, no. Needless to say, that didn't happen. They're gonna milk this for another couple, yeah, couple months because they're still going with it. Yeah, and it's gone sour. If you, if you, uh, if uh, cast your mind back to SmackDown versus Raw 2006 2007 GM mode, mm -hmm. it's got the blue thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> it had the three red thumbs up. It's got the blue thumbs down. Yeah, uh, it's is, gone cold. This is the point in GM mode where Triple H is texting you and being like, "Hey, you, you should probably move on from yeah. this." Rivalry <laughs> on cooldown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like they're, they're dragging this on a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, but in a bubble, the match itself. Yeah. Fantastic. Incredible way to cap off the story. And it was incredible setup as well mm -hmm. for the main event of night number two. Yeah, let's let's let, let's get into it, man. It's a, mm -hmm. it's what everyone's been talking about. Yeah, I've had a lot of time to think upon it. Yeah, I've had a lot of time to think upon it, and um, yeah, I have come to the conclusion that they have made a egregious error, <laughs> and that the lightning that was in your bottle will never, ever, ever come back to that ever again. Yeah, ever again. No matter uh, if Cody Rhodes wins the title or not, and and listen, I was I was telling you, I was I was telling you, I've I've known, I've watched WWE yeah. religiously yeah. for yeah. years. Yeah. They are heartbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen them do this before. I saw them showing footage of Cody entering the arena. Yeah. I saw them put footage of him hugging his dog, yeah. high-fiving babies, yes. and I'm like, he's going to lose. Hugging his baby. He's going to lose because once you see them do all this pageantry, mm. it's it's to it's to let the people down. I've seen this countless times. Mm. So when I saw all the buildup that they were doing around it, I was like, he's, he's fucking going to lose. Mm. And just like that, he fucking... He yeah. took the pin. In a very lame way yeah. as well. Yeah. A very um, deflating way. Because here, here's my thing with, with, with this whole situation. When they bring in Cody, I'm like, this isn't going to work. Mm. Because his whole thing was kind of like losing momentum in AEW. So I'm like, fuck. They're going to bring him to WWE. This isn't going to translate. Mm. His gimmick, his Homelander gimmick, I'm not sure <laughs> if it's going to translate well to WWE. Yeah. But he gets in there and immediately the people love him. He nailed it. They 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 start setting him up for Roman and the people just go just gravitate towards Cody. Yeah. Which I was completely it surprised worked. by. It worked. And you just see people every week just getting more and more behind yeah. Cody. Every segment he does talking about his feud with Roman. Him versus Paul Heyman, him versus Roman, him versus mm -hmm. the Usos. If you go to the WWE's uh, YouTube page, yeah. those have some of the highest views out of any of their videos. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? This might happen. They yeah. might, they might fucking pull a trick on this. And then you see the entrance at Mania. Yeah. 
one of the best entrances at Mania. He was also drawing huge numbers at house shows. Yes. Without a title. Yes. He was drawing huge numbers. So even even though I knew they were going to make Roman win because... They're in the business of breaking hearts. Mm-hmm. For a second, I I, I honestly thought they were going to put it on Cody because the yes. way the fans just went so hard for Cody. I was like, you know what? It's time. Yeah. It's, it's time. Yeah. So. But evidently not. And no. yeah, I, I think that they have uh, they have ruined it. Yeah. Um, I think that it's going to be past its sell-by date by the time he ends up winning because I do think that it will end up being him. I don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll be Jay Uso. And why would it be Jay Uso? Because <laughs> if it is Jay Uso, then the problem that I had with Sammy winning the title or Cody winning the title was that they immediately get put into this mid-card feud. Yeah. And there is nothing more mid-card than giving it to one half of a tag team. Yeah, because if you give it to, to Jay then it's then, a beautiful moment. It's yeah, it's a beautiful moment. It would be fantastic but, and cathartic. But then you would have to continue this goddamn storyline because the only person that would make sense would either be Sammy or Roman. And yeah. I don't think they're good. They're going to do Sammy versus Jay no. for the title. No. So they're going to have to do Jay. again. I think it's just people they like want this, this storyline is, yeah. is so deep that people yeah. just fantasy book it themselves and then they get disappointed but you don't even you don't like you have to factor in business yeah you have to factor in (laughs) the business and jay uso cannot carry the undisputed title no i'm sorry he cannot carry the undisputed title the the only person that could take it from him that would make sense would be Cody. Would have been. Would have been Cody. Well, it would be Cody because there's. St- I think they're still gonna do it, even though they've lost that momentum, yeah. and he's gonna probably fucking win it yeah. in fucking. I don't know, SummerSlam or no. Roadblock or some shit. It's it'll be, be. It'll be next. It'll be next WrestleMania. Well, we'll oh have another God. year of this, and and by next year, it it'll be. You know, like we want it just to end. Yeah. So it won't feel as cathartic because it'll just be an ending. It won't be like, oh, this is the right time we feel yeah, yeah. and the groundswell of support. It'll just be, thank God it's over. And the biggest, the most telling thing for me, because they're like, oh no, it's good heat. Roman is the biggest heel on the business, which, okay. But one when the one two three happened, I wasn't like Boo Roman Mer- Reigns. I was like, "What have what? you done?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more about WWE creative mm-hmm. and how are you going to continue this story rather than oh Boo Roman and Cody. Oh, d- d- come yeah. on, he'll yeah. get it back. I didn't think that, and that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, and and. The thing, too, that once I saw that they were selling the the, the company, like it was almost a done deal, that was when I was like, okay, this is a lock that Roman's going to win. Because usually when there's a big decision, they don't change champions. Mm. I've seen it happen. I forgot when the last shit that they did. I think it was the Peacock deal. Mm. And there was rumors that that the title was going to change. 
and they didn't change didn't change it because the the wholesale. So I think I'm not sure if the merger played a part in them being like, no, let's stick with this for a little bit just to, for the investor's sake or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was such a dumb idea. Yeah, it was such a dumb idea. Like I love Roman Reigns, but the amount of love that Cody had, nah. you're not gonna get that again. No, never again. You had the most brilliant, I would say, five months worth of storytelling or even if you just want to do royal rumble to wrestlemania mm-hmm. it was the perfect three months that you could possibly have yep. for a guy coming back from injury to winning the rumble in spectacular fashion to having sammy Zayn first turn on the bloodline and then that goes into mm-hmm. The elimination chamber in the home country, and he loses, and it's like, oh god, he's a huge heel. Yeah, well, like you had the perfect heel and the perfect baby face <laughs> colliding at WrestleMania because you had the groundswell of support yep. for Cody, and then you had Roman Reigns who had killed your hero and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and and Cody what? was basically the last. He's like, you know, I'm going to be the guy to put the end to this yeah. evil. And it's like, you did. You were halfway there. <laughs> you were halfway there. You almost there. finished the story, man. We almost, right we almost with the tag titles. We almost cashed out. That The ending should have been Cody, Kevin, and Sammy embracing in the ring. Yeah. You know, but. And every everything about that match, because we, we have to preface this, the match was phenomenal. It was great. Yep. Roman Reigns and Cody yep. Rhodes had but an that's, incredible That's match. the thing. When you have an end, ending like that, people don't give a shit about yeah. it. Because all people are going to be talking about is what It's how happened. you leave them. It's, the it's how you leave them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, the match was phenomenal because about first getting rid of Solo. Then the ref bump and the Usos come down. But Sami Zayn and Owens are right there yep. to get rid of the Usos. And it was like... <laughs> Okay, the bloodline is being stripped away, stripped away. And There's right, nothing. Right when you have him, you're like, oh, no, no, he's just going to come yeah, back Yeah, Solo out. is just coming right back. <laughs> like, no, they didn't kick him out of the building. No. He just put a hoodie on and yeah, he's back. right. And he's it's back. like, oh, God, guys, Like, not, e- not even a new member of the bloodline to at yeah. least give us something. It was like, no, no, it's just Solo again. Yeah. It's just Solo again. He's I, back. Because oh, the thing is that now when the match happens, wherever, wherever whenever it happens, uh, Cody versus Roman. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be sort of like remember when Roman took on Jay yeah. the first time for the title. Yeah, where it was like, okay, this is an interesting match. I like the story. This is this is great. Roman's not gonna lose no. though, and I feel like it's gonna be the same thing whenever this match happens. Where it's, it doesn't matter what storyline you put in front of it. It's gonna be like, yeah, this is just to end the feud. Ro- Cody's gonna win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Cody's gonna win just to end the feud. Yeah. You know what? They've been building to it. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be like that. Yeah. It's gonna just take like the 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 moment's gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. here was like a 50-50 chance, like, oh, what's gonna happen? Yeah. But the next time they meet, it's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, Cody's gonna win. And the thing is, I didn't care about the Raw after WrestleMania. No. I didn't care. I didn't care to go and watch. I didn't no. care to tune in. Mm-mm. I didn't care about the Friday. Roman Reigns is already gone. Your champion is already gone. He's not going to be a backlash to my knowledge, at least not yet. And I well, don't think he will be. Uh, it's 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 tricky because I think one of the Usos has 
uh, a criminal record. Mm. So I know how that plays a part in getting him to Puerto Rico. So I'm not sure if the if any of the bloodline members are gonna be maybe solo. Yeah. Maybe they do solo and Roman tagging against someone, but maybe. it's 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 gonna be weird. Like the second that that you know Cody comes out and he's like, Oh, let's do a tag match. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, this is yeah, they shit the bed on this one. <laughs> and the Brock Lesnar heel turn, and yeah. it's just and Roman didn't do anything on Raw at all. Is like, no, the, the he, he was had just, there. He did his entrance. Yeah, that's it. like it was just ah, <laughs> uh, and it's like, and and then to for Cody to come out and him, I mean, like there's nothing else he could do but just him coming out and being like, yeah, I lost. Let's do yeah. a tag match. I was yeah. like, oh, this hurts. Yeah, I was watching and it. I was like, oh, I feel for him. It's like I feel for him, man. Yeah. And it's like he's he's still over. The fans are still into him, yeah. but it's it's a. But you could you could something has gone wrong. Cody, <laughs> Cody's one of those guys where he wears his 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 emotions mm. on his sleeves. Mm. So to see him come out and do the tag match, then the next night on Raw, him coming out and being like, "Oh, backlash! It's me and Brock." Yeah. And just seeing just just seeing his face being like, yeah, me and Brock at backlash. It's yeah. like, yeah, you don't want this, bud. No. <laughs> no. But bless him, he's gonna try. Um, yeah, but overall, WrestleMania, night number one, far superior to night number two. Night number two had its moments. Mm, yeah. The triple yeah. threat really was the saving grace of that show. It's probably the only thing that I would ever go back and watch from night number two. Yeah. Um but I would genuinely sit down and watch all of night number one night again one, one day. Great. Yeah, night I, one I honestly great. Yeah. would. And um, yeah, yeah, that's that's the good shit. Um, <laughs> and I've I've heard about the oh, just wait and see how it plays out, and I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to wait and see how it plays out because I've already been disappointed. Yeah. And you had three, four, five months of perfect build, and you had my attention, and and now you do not because I'm I'm not interested. And he's had it for over three years now, and I can now tell, I can now peel back the layers and look back and be like, okay, you're just keeping it on him to break records. Yeah, yeah. That's all I think that they it's for. Hit the thousand. Yeah, thousand mark. And if all you're doing it for is to break records, and you don't have a good enough storyline other than that, and if you still want to keep doing the bloodline, even though it's past its sell-by date, and all you've injected into it is Matt Riddle, who apparently, <laughs> who apparently just lost. Yeah, he on lost SmackDown. The, he lost the so solo. I yeah, mean, yeah. fucking hell! Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. But anyway, that's getting into. Yeah, nonsense shit. Yeah, if we keep going, <laughs> yeah, there's just more layers to peel back and just hate on. Uh, yeah, the WrestleMania was good. <laughs> yeah, leave um, it at that. Triple H's first Mania, if you if you no. believe <laughs> if you believe the reports, his yeah. his first Mania. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, and and so far, I, I'm 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 liking. I'm liking the direction, even though the, the main event was mm. fucked up and it fucked up kind of like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. This is back to back solid manias. Yes. So 
I'm happy for that because mm. we we we've had to deal with some manias, yes. some tough manias over we the have, years. We have, yes. Uh, so the fact that we got two back to back really mm. good manias, yes, you know that that says a lot for where we're going. It does indeed. Yeah. It does indeed. Uh, but now, just Sean, we must discuss the uh, punishment um, because there was an issue. <laughs> And that issue was <laughs> that issue was is that based on the matches, mm-hmm. I had beaten you mm-hmm. by Edge and Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. I had beaten you by that point. Yeah, yeah. Because of the bonus point with Brock Lesnar under five. Yeah, I had beaten you by then. And had you won, had Finn Balor won, then it literally would have been down to the main event. To the main event. Yeah. Hmm. However, <laughs> the overlook was that I had gotten eight and you had gotten seven by the end. Yeah. Apart from one bonus point. Which one? You had declared that only two titles would change hands. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whereas I had foolishly thought <laughs> that five titles would change hands. And in fact, only two titles did change hands, being the tag team and, and the, the SmackDown wo- women's oh, title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Which resulted... In an eight Holy to eight time. <laughs> okay. So. How do we handle this then? How we handle this now is do with we... the fans. Okay. We are going to put up polls. Okay. We're going to put up polls on Spotify, which you can now do. Mm-hmm. We're going to put up polls on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're going to put up polls on our collective Instagram. Okay. You will choose one punishment pay-per-view, which I hope you have decided. Yeah, I have one. And I will choose one punishment pay-per-view. Okay. And that would be the next pay-per-view that we will review. Okay, okay. Before we move on. All right, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. The fans, our gentle listeners, will decide, and whoever gets the most votes, that is the punishment in which will be reviewed. You can choose between my pick, WrestleMania 9. Okay. In which, in case you think you're getting out of anything, (laughs) you personally review The Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez. Oh my god. Okay. You (laughs) personally review (laughs) Razor Ramon versus Bob Backlund. Oh, shit. (laughs) And you also personally review Money Inc. versus the Hulkamaniacs, Hulk Hogan, and Brutus Beefcake through the tag titles. Fucking hell. Just in case you think you can just be like, oh, I didn't watch that match. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. You must personally review those if we choose WrestleMania 9. Okay. 
or if the gentle listeners can review which one. If we go with my pick, since we're in WCW, mm-hmm. I'm going to stick in WCW. Okay. And this, this is a punishment slash... Uh, uh, a pay-per-view that I've been curious about for years, that I've been wanting to review for years. Oh, dear. (laughs) And we're reviewing WCW in North Korea. Oh, God. (laughs) With the main event being Uh Antonio Noki versus Ric Flair. Uh Yes. I've always watched (laughs) that main event a bunch of times. Uh But I want to review the whole thing. The whole mm. shebang, baby. Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's between WrestleMania 9 mm-hmm. and one that would probably get us bombed if yeah. we talk too bad about it. Mm. <laughs> so Okay. Well, yeah. Then. All so right. On Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, yes. Spotify polls. Yes. It's up to you guys. Yes. And the collective will choose yes and that is what we will abide by and that would be the next review my god but for now yes we must get back in the delorean for one final time to go to 1997 we fucking did it buddy and for the first time ever we're watching one full year of wrestling we started we ended it's time for halloween havoc 1997 brought to you by Slim Jims, presented by Slim Jims. In association. With Slim Jims. <laughs> uh, presented by Slim Jims. Uh, this is from October 26, 1997 at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yep. Yes. Uh it's it's fun. It's fun for me to now do the numbers. <laughs> Why is it fun? Because I'm actually looking at a show that I reviewed numbers for last oh. year. Oh shit, that's true. So it's that's like true. I'm getting a direct direct <laughs> comparison, starting with the pay per view buys, three hundred and five thousand buys by October 1997, whereas in October 1996, 175,000 pay per view buys. So the company is doing tremendous business at this point with the pay-per-view buys. The attendance in the same arena now draws 12,457 sold out as they are compared to the approximate 10,000 that was in the building last year. The gate 
for the program, $297,508 in comparison to the $224,660. Yep. My goodness. So all around, WCW has done tremendous this last year. Even with the ups and downs that we've taken a look at <laughs> a for lot each pay-per-view. Honestly, <laughs> they are still drawing great for October heading in to Starcade. Yep. Because it is now time for the final Monday Night War Would You Rather. Oh, yeah. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, the yeah. final one. Let's fucking do it. September the 15th, Nitro draws a 3.81 in which the newly NWO-membered Kurt Henning takes on Mongo McMichael for the United States Championship, whereas Raw draws a 2.54 where the Hart Foundation's Bret Hart and Davey Boy Smith take on the Headbangers. Kurt Henning would win the U.S. title from Mungo McMichael. What would you rather? I'll go WCW. WCW gets the first point. You'll start to notice a pattern as we get through the weeks here. Oh, my God. Because they are pushing somebody hard. (laughs) Okay, okay. Let's see. September the 22nd. Nitro pulls in a 3.69. A couple of things here, just a little side note tidbit. Disco wins the TV title here. Okay. As well as Goldberg debuts on this night, September the 22nd. Yeah, we're going to talk about Goldberg. Absolutely. And the main event is Kurt Henning taking on Jeff Jarrett. Whereas Raw pulls in a 2.33 as Bret Hart digs on Goldust. Hurt Henning would pick up another win. Fucking hell, though. Both of those sound awful. Mm. Both of those sound awful. I'll go WWE. You're going with Raw for this one. Yeah. Ah. Bret Hart and Mm -hmm. the weirdness of Goldust. That should be sort of (laughs) entertaining. That should be sort of entertaining. All right, all right. uh, So that's one to one. One to one, yeah. Yeah, that's one to one for the final. Let's see who pulls out on top. September. Wait, this 29th. is the final week before Halloween. No, no, no. Okay, this okay, is the okay. Final okay, Would okay, You okay. Rather? So I'm very interested here. September the 29th, Nitro pulls in a massive, massive 4.03 as the giant takes on Kurt Henning. <laughs> Are you seeing a they're, pattern here? <laughs> trying to push this giant guy. <laughs> Whereas Raw scores a 2.74 in which The Undertaker takes on Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Wait, the, but sorry. Yes. Was there something going on? Why Why 4 point? Like, what, what was going on that week? I think it's just momentum. Oh, shit. I think it's just momentum. At okay. this point, Hollywood Hogan thought... and Roddy Piper will be getting ready for their clash for the cage match. Okay, um, okay. I thought some special occasion was no, going on. <laughs> no, Diamond Dallas Page and Macho Man are about to have an end to their trilogy of matches okay, okay. as well. So, yeah, could could just be a, a run of good luck okay. for, for them. So the Giant would beat Kurt Henning on this night, but of course by a DQ. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, would you rather? I'll go Taker, Taker, oh, Hunter. I'll go Taker, Hunter. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
two to one. Yeah. The attitude era is starting to. No, you can see. You can see yeah, you could see it take started start mm. taking form. You yeah. can see it start taking form. October the sixth, we are in a new month. Okay. Nitro draws a three point nine one rating. Where they are on fire. Yeah, where Kurt Henning <laughs> takes on Chris Benoit. Whereas Raw draws a 3.0 flat as Brett the Hitman Hart takes on Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Kurt uh, Henning would win via shenanigans. Uh, I'll go the E again. I'll go the e that's again. three to one! Because yeah. oh. uh, the Giant versus Kurt, I don't don't want to see that. Well, this is Henning and Benoit. Yeah, no, but I'm saying oh, just fair, fair. From, from all four. Week, yeah, it's week. just they—they mm. they don't seem entertaining. Uh-huh. Yeah, they okay. just don't seem like I would have a fun time. Uh, interesting, interesting. Well, let's see if this one tickles you balls. Oh. October the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> October the thirteenth. Nitro draws a three point seven seven, in which Diamond Dallas Page. Takes on Kurt Hennig. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Five main event spots? What the hell? Oh, shit. Kurt Hennig is being pushed as the real deal. Whereas Raw draws a pretty abysmal for this time of year, a 2.26. Damn. And maybe this is the reason why, because the, the Legion of Doom goes against. The Godwins. <laughs> the Legion of... Wait, wasn't what, this is what, 97? 97. Hawk and Animal are back in the Federation. Fuck. And they are in the main event with the Godwins. All right, so I guess, I, I guess I'm forced to mm. take uh, Kurt and DDP. Good, good, good. Would you yeah. like to know how it ends? DQ? I know. Well, Kurt Henning wins via DQ. Jesus. <laughs> and finally... They can't help themselves. They just can't help themselves. The go-home Nitro October 20th. Now, uh, there were two sets of angles that closed the show. Okay. So I went and I found the matches that pre... You know, that, that, that precursored... Okay. Or, or predated... The main event angle. Okay. So I will give you the main event angle and of both shows, and then you can pair them up together. See okay. Which one you would like. Okay. We have a in-ring segment in which Hollywood Hogan and Randy Savage are calling out Roddy Piper and Diamond Dallas Page because throughout the night, Diamond Dallas Page and Roddy Piper were beating up the NWO, beating <laughs> the shit out of them hither and hill. Okay. Yes. Uh, along with Sting making a, a propel down the uh, down the rafters mm-hmm. into the ring while the cage was lowered. Okay, yeah, I remember. Okay, okay, okay. So there you go. Yeah. And the main event of that show was Scott Hall taking on Scott Steiner, in which Scott Hall wins when a masked referee comes in to count the pin. They draw a 4.54. What? A gigantic rating. <laughs> Meanwhile, Raw comes back from that 2.26 with a 2.96 rating, oh. uh, where Kane and Mankind, this is a brand new debuted Kane, mm-hmm. and Mankind have an angle, uh, but the main event, or the precursor, 
the DOA, the Disciples of Apocalypse, take on the Godwins <laughs> in a no contest. <laughs> what is this Godwin agenda that they're trying to push? I don't know. Um, I'm going to go WCW. My WCW. goodness. Yeah. So in the end... What, three, they three? tied. Yeah, three, three. Shit. My goodness. <laughs> three, wow. Three. So, yes, the go-home show, as I previously said, the WCW attacks the NWO, specifically Roddy Piper and Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> they open the show with the NWO being laid out, apart from Hogan and, uh, you know, <laughs> Randy Savage. Yeah. Because, of course, you're not getting one up on them, brother. <laughs> uh, they continue to call them out uh, throughout the show main event, but fake stings start showing up. Uh, and then Roddy Piper and DDP are dressed as fake stings. <laughs> the cage lowers to get the jump on Hollywood and, and Randy Savage. Uh, and then, of course, Sting comes down to run them out as the cage lowers. They stand atop the cage. WCW stands tall, heading home. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. And here we are. <laughs> The show review. I'm over age. I want Piper and I want him in a cage. <laughs> oh it's age in a cage. That's right. It's a cage match main event. Uh, it is Dusty Rhodes, Tony Schiavone, and Bobby Heenan back together for our final review. Oh, and he, Dusty Rhodes, has got some gems tonight. Oh, yeah. No, tonight he will. I don't know what oh. they gave him before the show, but. Mm. He was on one tonight. Oh, baby. <laughs> and Mike Tanay joins us for the opening match, which is Yuji Nagata taking on Ultimo Dragon. Yuji Nagata, managed by Sonny Bono. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the dragon still is uh, over as hell, even yeah. though he's not been seen very much in the last couple of months, certainly on pay-per-view. Uh, and, of course, Sonny Bono is still <laughs> contracting hired assassins to try and kill Ultimo Dragon. He really doesn't like him. No. <laughs> Uh, Yuji Nagata and uh, Ultimo Dragon, they, they start with a little collar and elbow tie-up into a headlock, but Yuji takes a little key, uh, little cheap shot mm -hmm. in order to keep the, the headlock on. Off the rope, shoulder block, and a leg trip by the Dragon. German suplex by Yuji Nagata to come back. Uh, the head-balancing act by Ultimo Dragon follows up with the mule kick and some kick combos knocking down Nagata. Uh, then Nagata is able to slow him down with a rear chin lock, mm -hmm. but it's a back suplex out by Ultimo Dragon. Very fast pace to start. Yuji is able to slow it down with a mad looking power driver. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Follows that up with a suplex. Some snappy ass kicks knocking down Ultimo Dragon. Uh, but the dragon gets fired up. He says, come up. Come on, give it, it on, it to me. It give it to me. Yeah. Uh, so Eugene Nagata, uh, you know, obliges and yeah. starts giving him the kicks. But he catches the kick and does the dragon screw leg whip. Gets him with a side leg whip. Uh, tries for a plancha, but gets kicked in his gut for his troubles. Uh, here comes the flock. Yeah, Raven and his flock make their way down. Yeah, you know? yep. yeah the Asahi moonsault by the dragon as we cut back. Springboard handstand blocked with a knee mm -hmm. by Yuji Nagata. Dragon doesn't stay on the defense for long with a sunset flip powerbomb out of the corner. <laughs> That's right. A top rope moonsault only gets a two count. Yuji Nagata is able to counter the top rope move by smashing the arm off the steel of the turnbuckle. Mm -hmm. Some wicked kicks to the back 
of Ultimo Dragon making the crowd go, ooh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Yuji is working the arm for a little bit now. He goes for the Nagata lock, which is a standing figure four into a reverse version of that. Mm -hmm. uh, but the dragon is able to get out of that, locks in a dragon sleeper, but Nagata is quickly out of there. The Insiguri by the dragon fighting from the ground here. A twisting Hurricane Rana from the top rope by the dragon once they get up there. But the bad arm gets trapped. And Yuji Nagata locks in the arm bar to disarm her. And the dragon tax, taps out very quickly. Yeah. Yuji Nagata wins. And yeah. in the post-match, uh, Sonny Bono kicks the arm. Looks like he breaks the arm of Ultimo Dragon. Yeah, and then he gives... Gives Nagata a little bonus money for, mm -hmm. you know, taking out his, his arch enemy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the opening match. What did you think of this opening match? Uh, again, fucking re really decent match. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was very cool to go back and kind of see a young Yuji Nagata, mm -hmm. like, in his early days. So yeah. that, was, that was pretty cool because I think, like, every match I've ever watched from him yes. is, like, his, his – now that he's a bit older – so to see a young him was was kind of cool. Mm. Um, I kind of would like the feud between Dragon and Sunny Ono to kind of end already. Mm. I like the whole hired hitman type of thing. But if you're not gonna have like one specific guy, <laughs> like just because I feel like Dragon he's so over that he could be doing other things. It could be, yeah. Uh, but again, WCW in the nineties, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that they just put this match on is. Is fine enough. There you, know? you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of tremendous show openers. Yes. I would like for you to think back just a little bit. Oof. What would be your favorite one? Oh, man. See, I wish you would have told me before so I can go mm. back and, and, and watch watch some of these. For me, it's Dean Malenko and, uh, and Six. From way back, I believe it was at Uncensored was or it was at Super Brawl, the one where Dean Malenko is pissed off for the first time. And he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic opener. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll get back to you on that one. I would have to look back at, at uh -huh. some of the main events. Uh, back in the internet area, it breaks my fucking heart to see Disco Inferno as the TV champion. <laughs> Alex Wright is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Unfortunately, Disco Inferno is the TV champion. He's not defending his title tonight because he's going against Jacqueline yeah. in an intergender. And the, <laughs> the beautiful thing about this segment is that they're asking Disco Inferno, like, well, you can't kick her. Mm. And you can't punch her. Yeah. You can't really touch her. Yeah. So how do you plan to win? <laughs> and Disco's like, I have no clue. <laughs> so I'm kind of sitting there watching that and being like, then why are we why are we doing this? <laughs> if the wrestler has no idea <laughs> like, like what are, what are we doing? But you know, we're going on with it. We're gonna see if he can find a way. <laughs> a bonus match. Yes. Much like the first match. This wasn't uh, apparently back in the night. This wasn't announced. This mm. kind of was just right. thrown together at last yeah. minute. They used the to show. do that a lot. 
used to do that a lot yeah. with pay-per-views, especially yeah. in the WWF. They used to have a bonus attraction match well, a lot of times. Our bonus one, Ghetto. 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 Sorry. Ghetto. Ghetto. And Chris Jericho. Yes. Longtime rivals. Yep. Uh, in Japan. This is the match that Chris Jericho refuses to watch. Never has gone back and watched. Never will. And there's a reason for that, uh, which oh, we will get into. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Mm. Not, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, a slap by Ghetto, very rude, out of the corner to start. Uh, Jer uh, Jericho with a spin kick to get out of the arm ringer. Ghetto powers out. He's very much uh, playing a, a very bad foreign heel. Yeah, yeah. Very much looking at you the crowd. You know they can't play anything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. He's on. very much like, <laughs> <laughs> Nice scowls and grimaces. Uh, back in, Chris Jericho with a stalling suplex. A cover only gets a two count. Chris Jericho skins the cat, only to be clotheslined back out by Ghetto. A power slam by Ghetto once they are back into the ring. A sleeper attempt follows up with that. Chris Jericho is able to get out of that and hits a hard-ass clothesline. Follows that up with a double powerbomb by Chris, and here it comes. They head up to the top rope. Oh, <laughs> and he tries for a super Hurricane Rana. Yeah. Ghetto stands up first on the top rope. Chris Jericho is only still on the second rope. Mm -hmm. Ghetto is not a small individual. And no. that is a very tight space on the top turnbuckle. And I've personally, I've never seen somebody do that when both of them are standing up yeah. on the top rope. I've never seen a Hurricane Rana where both are standing up. Certainly not from that size. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Rey Mysterio can pull it off. Like if he has with the like right... With like a Dean Malenko. yeah, yeah. yeah. But these are two relatively tall men and two relatively big men. They stand on the top rope. Chris Jericho tries to go for the Hurricane Rana, but he starts to fall like immediately yeah. as he stands up there. And <laughs> he nearly lands on his face and snaps his neck. Yeah. He ended up breaking his nose, I think. Yes. Yeah, he ended up breaking yeah. his nose. Yeah, uh, thank God he's all right. And what, what made that spot even more dangerous is that mm. Jet Ghetto yeah. lands, I think almost lands on yeah. top of his head, Yeah, which would have basically would have been it yeah. for Jericho. Yeah, would have yeah. killed him. Yeah. Would have killed him. It's not serious paralysis. The way his neck was bent, mm. if all that weight from Jetto would have landed yeah. on that, that's yeah. it. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. Um, thank God nothing bad happened. Uh, Chris Jericho was able to, to catch a drop kick from the springboard move to the outside, so they keep on going. Um, looks like a super knee breaker from Ghetto from the shoulders. Mm -hmm. uh, but Jericho is able to catch Ghetto once he gets from the top rope into the lineman tamer, gets a quick tap out win. So thank God that match is over. <laughs> Uh, thank God everybody's all right. Yeah, yeah. But Lord, that was scary, and I couldn't think about anything else after that. So yeah, that was Jesus uh, Murphy. That was a that was a that was a scary one, just because it's like the what if factor, because mm. it could have got way way worse. Yeah. Um, but again, Jericho's a trooper, so he was able to finish the match. Yes. Uh, 
It was a decent match. It was fine. It was, it was all perfectly right. fine. That match, was all but right. Good lord, that that yeah. move off the top rope. I Especially just... in the '90s, if you're not expecting this and you get this as a bonus, yeah. this was, this was a happy right. little bonus. Yeah. yeah, it was all right. But now it is time for the meme. By God, Gene, who is backstage? That's the last time I get to do this. Yeah, that's oh, well. For now. Maybe. For now. For now. For now, there's For no now. mean by God gene. For now. <sighs> With Debbie. Deborah McMichael in the back. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And um oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh being interviewed by Mean Jean. Mean Jean's like, who's gonna be your mystery man? You know, because Jeff Jarrett is gone. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett jump ship. Up and left. <laughs> He's out Got of the here. Fuck out of there. During the middle of the fucking story. I love Jeff Jarrett. How long he was on TV. How obnoxious this motherfucker was on even, television. Even when we were doing the the, the the comparisons, he was in a main event yeah. like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I love Jeff Jarrett to death. He's and so he's random. Gone. He's so fucking random. So <laughs> Deborah says, no, I'm not going to tell you my mystery partner. Uh, I'm not going to tell you my mystery person. All right, I'm going to save that until he gets out there. Okay? And then Steve Mongo is like, I'm going to tell you something, honey. I want my ring back. I want those checks and those credit cards. Oh, my God. And Deborah's like, no, I earned those credit cards, all right, from being with you and putting up with all your nonsense. Can he just cancel the credit card? Mm, he could. He really could. But that's his wife. Huh? That's his wife. What a shit promo that was. Just a shit backstage segment. This is another one of those segments that just has to end. Jesus Christ. Like, they don't need to keep doing this shit. Oh, but look at this. We're going to have a little bit of breath of fresh air <laughs> as we go towards mask versus title. It is Eddie Guerrero taking on Rey Mysterio Jr. In the interest of sharing the load. <laughs> No, no, sir. <laughs> so, with the privilege of getting to call this next match, I turn it over to Just John, my Mexican correspondent. Yeah, let's do it, <laughs> Title, title versus mask. Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio Jr. Mm -hmm. uh, the crowd immediately starts uh, a loud Eddie ch Eddie sucks chant. Yes. Uh, Eddie talks uh, shit to Ray for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he takes a wild swing at Ray that misses. Ray goes for a uh, quebrada, I think. The quebrada. You know, Mike Tanay Mike Tanay said yeah. quebrada. Mike Tanay right there. But gets caught, so he turns it into an arm drag because Ray's Ray, and he's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, they start hitting high fly moves all over all over the place. Uh, Eddie ends up on the floor. Ray looks to fly, but uh, but tries a, a fake. Mm -hmm. And lands on the apron. Yeah. So Eddie just pulls him off uh, by the legs and tosses him into the stairs. Uh, Eddie hits a slingshot senton back in the ring. And the crowd is pissed. Uh, Ray back with a with a perfectly placed dropkick. Yes. But he tries a, a handspring and gets caught with a belly-to-back suplex. Belly-to-back. Uh, at this point in the match, uh, Tanate tells us that Ray's 8-0 in, in matches where That's his mask right. is on the line. Yes. Uh, despite that, Eddie hits a tilt-the-world uh, backbreaker. 
<laughs> that gets a two count. He heard Mike tonight. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> uh, he hooks uh the dominoes the domino stretch, mm-hmm. and starts to tear at the mask of Ray, yes, which is connected to his outfit. Of course, yeah. that, that famous purple outfit. Yeah, the, the the phantom. I think mm-hmm. the phantom outfit. Phantom yeah. Mysterio. <laughs> mm-hmm. He lifts Ray up and drops him back first, and right. Ray fights off his back and gets to his feet. Uh, spr- uh, springs to the ropes and backflips into a DDT. Oh my god! Yeah, if that is not one of the most beautiful <laughs> moves that I have ever seen in my entire life. The amount of choreography and coordination that that requires <laughs> is out of this world. And the beauty about that move is that, like, even though it was such an incredible move, it was so amazing that the crowd it took them. Like a minute, yeah. Like it took them, a, like it happened, and then the crowd's kind of like silent for yeah. a little bit. Then they're like, they're "Oh like, wait, what the, the fuck f- was that? <laughs> yeah. What the hell was that?" Once they like it processed through their minds what happened, they were like, "Oh, yeah. this was ridiculous." Legitimately, like one yeah. of the first times that you've ever seen an innovative move stun the crowd. Yeah, <laughs> it's like my lord, uh, drop. Beautiful things I've ever seen. Yeah, dropkick sends Eddie to the floor, but Eddie is one step ahead as he rushes back into the ring right. and dropkicks Ray off the apron. Uh, he heads back out and sends Ray into the security rail. Uh, back in the ring, Eddie goes for the camel clutch and tears <laughs> at the mask again. I love that because he gets him in the clutch and he's just like, and then he starts pulling at the mask. <laughs> He's so angry. <laughs> Heel Eddie is the best best version so, of Eddie. So good. And then Bobby Heenan is like, let's get a look at that mush. <laughs> Eddie Eddie releases and gets a gory a gory special yes. on Ray. Ray turns it into an arm drag, but Eddie's right back on right back on him with a basement drop kick uh, to the neck. He drops Ray with a shoulder, a short shoulder breaker, shoulder breaker, and hooks a modified bow and arrow on the mat. They battle in the corner as Ray fires uh, fires back with right hands and chops. Eddie cuts him off again and tosses him into the tree of woe. Eddie with a drop kick, but Ray lifts himself up and Eddie slides balls first into the ring post, <laughs> <laughs> which is. Uh, the ring post, the the ring post today in, yeah. in this pay per view yes. has so much padding. It does, yes, because, because of the slim jim. Yeah, the slim jim. It's slim jim's post, <laughs> which they call the slim jim ring post. Oh my god, which is absurd to me. It has so much padding. I don't yeah. think Eddie felt anything yeah. at because it's point. like a box. Yeah, it's a box <laughs> around the post. And there's and in every match, someone goes into that post, and yeah. I couldn't help but be like. He didn't feel shit. No. There's no. no way he felt anything like yeah. that. That pose looks so cushiony. <laughs> uh, Ray off the top over the, the post onto Eddie, which was fucking insane. Uh, he fires him back inside where Eddie tries another tilt tilt the world backbreaker. But Ray lands on his feet and snaps off a, a Hurricanrana uh, for a two count. Ray gets, uh, he gets sort of a 619. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't. I'm not sure if he was calling it the six one nine at that <laughs> no. time, 
but he it look it, it's the precursor to yes. what to the six one nine. Yes, the prototype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Eddie grabs him, but he turn he still turns that into a head scissors that sends Eddie to the floor. Race somersaults over the top <laughs> onto Reddy, onto Eddie, yeah. and turns that into a, a hurricane. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Again. <laughs> Again. Off the top rope. I thought he was going for a senton. No. Lands on Eddie. Her Karana. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. How incredible <laughs> is Rey Mysterio? Like, my God. Listen. My God. And the fact that they didn't push him after this. I know that he was so small. <laughs> and I get that, like, okay, like, world title, no. But, but U.S. That, title, but... television title, like he was only cruiserweight battle. You have Kurt Henning and Steve McMichael's fucking yeah. fighting for the title. You can have fucking Ray on that. My man. goodness, man! Back in the ring, Ray gets a corkscrew moonsault, followed by a slam, and tries a, a split-legged moonsault. But Eddie blocks with his knees. Eddie power bombs Ray in one of the most vicious, <laughs> like so dirty. just trying to knock the wind out of fucking Ray. And, and then stacks him up. Yeah. Still only gets a two count. Eddie sucks chance just ringing throughout the fucking building. Yeah. Because uh, he just tried to kill him. <laughs> he just tried to kill poor little Ray. Eddie charges and gets a, a alley alley ooped into the turnbuckle. <laughs> A uh, spin wheel kick from Ray, and he sets for the springboard Rana, but Eddie catches him on the way down with a backbreaker. Um, and honestly, it did it. It almost, almost tiny, tiny botch. There's but me. Eddie, being a fucking just a great, was able to catch Ray last minute and mm -hmm. and, and hit the backbreaker. Yeah. Uh, frog splash, but misses. Uh, Eddie sets Ray up. Sets Ray up top. Uh, he gets an elbow and looks for a top rope razor's edge, but Ray turns it into a Rana on the way down and hooks the leg for the pin uh, and the victory. After the match, Eddie throws Ray out the ring yeah. in, in anger. And just still basks in the Eddie sucks chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. One of the fucking greatest cruiserweight matches. Ever, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, you got to believe the hype. Yeah. Yes, if you have not seen the match, which would be incredible if you haven't, <laughs> if you somehow haven't, you need to go out of your way to watch the match for sure. Yeah, the, this is one of those matches that just talking about it doesn't do it. Just, like, if mm. you, you have to watch it to really appreciate some of the shit that, that, that they were doing. Absolutely. Because it it, it's one of those matches that even the crowd at times was just like, what the yeah. fuck, dude? What am I seeing? <laughs> what am I seeing? Yeah. yeah, a crazy good match. Very innovative. Um, I love the fact that it's the never say die of Rey Mysterio still on display, mm -hmm. which we have seen throughout the entire year of our podcast review. Yeah, Rey Mysterio has always been in that position where they go 15, nearly 20 minutes, and Rey Mysterio just will not die. Yeah. And it's either he's going to win or something terrible has to happen to him to put him down. And my God. Especially in this match. Because mm -hmm. in this match, Eddie's whole game plan was like, I'm just going to break you in half. Yes. I'm just yeah. going to hurt you real bad. Yeah. And Ray just wouldn't stay down. So that was, that was very cool. For the pride of the mask. That's what it was all about. Listen, man. 
in 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 Mexican culture, there's nothing more important than your mask. Mm -hmm. So just to see these two guys give that match the respect it deserves, amazing, mm -hmm. amazing. Backstage with the New World Order, Hollywood Hogan and Eric Bischoff. They wait for their cue, very obviously, for a few seconds, yep. and then cut a very long and boring promo, <laughs> where the gist is, is that they're backing out of the match. If they see Sting, they have to guarantee that there will be no Sting for the match between Hogan and Piper. If not, we're getting out of here, and yeah. the match is not happening. I don't understand what the point of this fake-out is for. Um, but nevertheless, there it is. Hollywood Hogan is refusing to do battle. Um, well, it's time for the real main event. Buddy. Mm -hmm, yeah, you're going to continue to share the load <laughs> um, because we're going to talk about it. So Steve Mongo McMichael, who was supposed to be facing Jeff Jarrett here. Yes. Uh, but Jeff Jarrett, as we know, has left, has <laughs> other left. This is twice now. Because in the WWF, he left in 1995-1996 during the middle of another feud in which the roadie, a.k.a. the road dog, you know the song, I Can't Wait to Be Alone with My Baby Tonight. Okay. Yeah. So the road dog is the person that sang that song. Okay. But it was Jeff Jarrett that did the lip sync over it and did the music video and passed it off as him singing this song. So what was going to happen was that it was going to come out that Jesse James was the one that had sung made, the song. Yeah, made the song, yeah. And he would become Double J, Jesse James. And they would feud over that. But then he just did Jeff Jarrett was like, no. <laughs> I'm going to up and leave. A great man, yeah. That's right. So the road dog did in fact turn into Double J as a spite move okay. against Jeff Jarrett. So yeah, that's there you go. And now he gets here, gets into the Four Horsemen storyline. And remember, this Four Horsemen storyline has been going back for a year. A year, yeah. Because when we started, last there was time a we thing. Have it, yeah. it was him and the Giant, and Ric Flair was just starting to endorse the man. Yeah. So a year-long build, but because he was not going to get the match with Ric Flair, mm. or at least not in the top marquee position that he felt the storyline was coming to, he left. He up and left again. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jeff Jarrett. Well, that's right. So, who are we replacing Jeff Jarrett with? Who is it, John? Yes. So, tonight, it's Steve McMichaels versus... Oh, hang on, hang on. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Let the audience figure it out for themselves. They know who it is. Who man. is it? The Dancing Machine. Yeah! <laughs> Just when I thought I'd never see him again. Just when I thought right, that my last time that I would ever be able to review a podcast at WCW <laughs> in this time period, Alex Wright brings it home. <laughs> Alex Wright continuing his streak of every time he loses something, gaining something. Gains another he, he lost the Cruiserweight title, yeah. gained the TV gained. title, lost TV title, gained Deborah. Yeah. Fair. Standard progression. <laughs> some would say an upgrade. Yeah, some would. All right. So 
Right works the arm, but Mongo reverses and gets a, a slam for two. Uh, Wright bails to the floor as the announcers are only concerned with talking about Hogan. The entire match, (laughs) all they talk about is Hogan. Is he going to show up? Why why is he doing all these things? It's all about Hogan. Wright goes back to the arm and stomps stomps Mongo down. Uh, That goes on for a bit. Mongo reverses and drops an elbow. He drops some knees on the arm, but gets caught with a with a shot to the ribs. Mm-hmm. European uppercut from uh, from right to regain control. Yeah. Side headlocks from Alex. Uh, Mongo sho- shoves off and, and collides in the middle of the ring. Yeah, we have to say that Mongo has not improved even once <laughs> this entire year. He's been in co-main events. Pulling or trying to pull footballers to decent matches. He gets in the ring with the standard bearer of the mid-card match, Alex Wright. And he sells like shit. (laughs) For a second, for like a slight second, I thought a compliment was coming. I was like, oh shit, is is it happening? Are we getting a... A KJ Mongo compliment? The one time that it happened at the fall brawl, that was it. That's all he got. That's all he's got. That's all he's going to get. Because he hasn't improved not one bit during this season. All right. (laughs) Another going right gets a shoulder block and lays in more kicks. Uh, Another side headlock. And Mongo escapes and gets a hip toss. Scoop slap from Mongo. Uh, I think he hits two scoop slams. Uh-huh. Mongo gets caught with a with a boot in the corner. Uh, right hits a heel kick. They botch uh, something, so Mongo just hits a knee. Mm. I don't know what they were going for, <laughs> but it was clearly botched. Mongo's like, "Fuck it, knee." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deborah. D- <sighs> okay, here's. <laughs> Here's where this match just goes to shit. Yeah, here's where the shit hits the fan. Deborah distracts the ref. Yes. And as she's distracting the ref, <laughs> Goldberg, a young Goldberg, comes in, jumps the ropes, um, and spears Mongo and hits him with a jackknife. Uh, jackhammer. Yeah. Jackhammer. Yeah. While the ref has to pretend. Poorly. Like, poorly. Like, he's, he's, poorly. He's, he's busy with Deborah. Yeah. And the giant Goldberg, he doesn't, like, sneak into the ring. He jumps over the third rope, like, beside the ref. Like, not even behind, like, beside the ref. Spears the shit out of Mongo. Whose head smacks out the rope and and Charles Robinson's knee. And he's still like, Deborah, you got to – he picks picks Mongo. Mongo isn't a cruiserweight. He picks Mongo up. And just slams him to the point where people are bouncing <laughs> off the ring. And Charles, Charles is like looking behind him to see when it's over. Because I, I'm assuming it was just supposed to be the spear. Alex gets dropped on. Get out of there. But no, Goldberg needs to get his shit in, brother. He, he hits the jackhammer. Everyone's yeah. bouncing off. Yeah. Charles is still like, hey, De- yeah. Deborah. Yeah. De- get, because Deborah's get done distracting at this moment. <laughs> Deborah has g- gone. Like, she's standing there. Like, now. he's just yelling at her at yeah. this point. He's like, you better know shenanigans. <laughs> then he gets up from the jackhammer, uh-huh. walks toward Alex Wright, 
picks up Alex Wright, <laughs> walks so towards Mongo, drops Alex Wright on Mongo, then slowly walks out the ring. Yeah, past the ref. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ref has to be like, whoa, what was... No. Okay, that was weird. Oh, yeah. anyways, <laughs> let me get on with the pin. One of the worst ref distractions I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. <laughs> and Wright gets the pin, but... Alex wins! What the fuck? Alex wins! What the fuck? The fact that you're supposed to pretend you don't hear a spear <laughs> is crazy to me. Uh, yeah, and then Goldberg is gifted with the Super Bowl ring. Yeah. He is the mercenary for Deborah. And uh, there, you, there you have it. Yeah. Alex tries to be like, hey, we're on the same page, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And gets murdered. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Gets a jackhammer for his troubles. And Ooh. yeah, that's how that went. And there you go. An abysmal match. <laughs> <laughs> Just an abysmal showing. Uh, but yeah, that, that would, believe it or not, lead to Goldberg versus Steve McMichael at Starcade. Jesus. 97. Unreal. But that's the end of the shit, right? Oh, yeah, right? you would think so. Oh, um, no. Backstage, another promo, Macho Man, who is hyping the match, but he's more so hyping Slim Jims. He's <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna celebrate by opening up a six-pack of Slim Jims. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Eating a six-pack of Slim Jims can be healthy. It's gotta be bad for the belly. Can be healthy, man. I don't see Macho Man doing Slim Jims. Yo. I don't see it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he's getting paid, you know, a quarter of a million, I believe, Fuck. for the Slim Jim advert. Uh, Slim Jim is probably paying I'll probably WCW a, a huge amount of money. I'll probably eat a six-pack of Slim Jim if uh, they were offering me a yeah, million. So there you go. But, yeah, he's going to beat down Diamond Dallas Page, uh-huh. He's going to make it the bum. Bum, yep. And then he's going to celebrate with some Slim Jims. Uh, he asks Elizabeth, what, uh, what's he th- what do you think? About Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Miss Elizabeth, who is speaking for the first time in eight months. Uh, Holy <laughs> shit. That's true. She says, oh, you know, he shouldn't even be in the same area code as you. From shouldn't Halloween be? Havoc 96 till now. Yeah. She's spoken it. maybe once. Maybe once. She's only materialized a few times. <laughs> Uh, but there you go. And then it's on to match number five, which is Disco Inferno versus Jack A. Jack Colleen. So, a little backstory for you. Okay. Disco Inferno was actually let go from WCW because he was asked to lose to Jacqueline. Okay. He refused to do so. He didn't want to do that. He felt that it would hurt his career. It would hurt his character. Mm-hmm. It would hurt his push. Yada, yada, yada. Fair. So he was let go. They convinced him to come back. They said, Disco, come on back, baby. All right, we, we can't let it end like this. You're a good character. Mm-hmm. All right, we need to put you out there. The Disco Fever. <laughs> All right, and then he comes back. He's like, okay, we're going to come back, sign a new contract. And once they sign the contract, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> we've got you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're going to fight Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> so they were finally, <laughs> they were finally able to convince Disco Inferno to to go ahead and and fight Jacqueline here, and uh, and so here we have the match. 
<laughs> Disco Inferno versus Jacqueline. How how did this company fail? I don't know. Jesus. Uh, Disco starts by backing up towards the ropes. He's running away and such. He's still running, and we are three minutes in. Yeah. Finally, we get some wrestling action after four minutes. Um, all that happens is a sunset flip and a drop toe hold. Jacqueline almost loses her top right there. She has to adjust her bosom. Uh, the arm drag by Disco Inferno after that, after some more powdering and after running around and running around and running around, literally, they just go around running around the ring like five or six yep, times. Yep. Um, then a kick to the gut after a lot of chasing, a beat down by Jacqueline and Disco bails out once again. Uh, a hip toss. Jackie lands on her feet and continues the attack. And it is here that I start to notice the happy feet of Jacqueline. Like, she's literally, like, she's bouncing yeah, around the ring, and she's like... Yeah. <laughs> and you see that a lot with... with Jesus. Yeah, you see that a lot. Like, yeah. fucking hell. You see like, that a lot with Liv, Liv Morgan. Yeah. There's that a lot. Fucking... There's a lot of people that do that shit. A lot of ladies doing the happy feet. Yeah, doing the happy feet. So, yeah, it's like... Because the first thing that you're... Well, one of the first things that you're taught in wrestling training is to plant your feet. Yeah. Every time you're going across the ring, you plant your foot. So that you look like you know what you're doing, and then you have the balance in order to, to go into the next sequence. Yeah. When you're just happy feet, <laughs> when you're just happy feeting around like an idiot, you look like an idiot. Yeah. But be that as it may, uh, cock to the steel post, <laughs> and then a suplex on the floor by Jacqueline. And then a float over DDT by Jacqueline, which lights up the crowd and lights up Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> It's like, my God, she drop in with a DDT. Anytime Dusty sees a woman do any wrestling move, he's like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny just how much on commentary they have to put over Jacqueline. It's a tough lady. She's a tough lady. I know that she can fight, but can she wrestle? Like, that's the same thing, yeah. Dusty. It's the same thing. <laughs> Uh, here we go. So a flying crossbody off the top rope by Jacqueline. Disco is able to flip that over, but only gets into a two count. Jacqueline, after a few seconds, rolls up Disco Inferno to win. I'm going to start a petition mm -hmm. to stop wrestlers from having podcasts. <laughs> because if you hear Disco Inferno uh -huh. speak about wrestling mm. in general, yes, you would think this man was in there with Prime Hogan yeah, 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 yeah. every night. Yeah. yeah, he was tearing down the house. Yeah, according to Disco, and all he's been doing, all he does <laughs> is, is 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 these comedy fucking angles. Yeah. Same thing with Bully Ray. Like you hear these guys, and you're like, yo. <laughs> they must have fucking went toe-to-toe -to -toe with, with The Undertaker or some yeah, shit. Yeah. And it's just, they just do shit like that. So it was, once I once I saw Disco Inferno on mm -hmm. the card, I'm like, you know what? It's it's finally chances to, to see <laughs> what this guy's all about. <laughs> and then you telling me this, this story <laughs> with the contract, mm -hmm. seeing this Jacqueline match, I'm yeah. like, nah. He shouldn't be allowed to speak. No, <laughs> he no, really should shouldn't. not be allowed to speak. Yeah, there this, you go. this was terrible. Everybody can get themselves a podcast if they try. This, this was, this was, this was the worst shit I've ever fucking. Done. <laughs>
Most of the match was nothing. Ninety mm. percent of the match was nothing. Yeah. And we got an arm drag and a crossbody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this to me was the equivalent of the Lenny Poffo Brutus Beefcake match. <laughs> the exact same shit. Absolutely. This was this terrible. was a disaster. Terrible. This was a disaster. But I will give the edge to the Poffo Beefcake match because at least there wasn't any happy feet. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. Really disappointed with that. Very disappointed. It's so distracting. For a whole year. WCW kept up their whole their 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 run mm. of having terrible matches dead in the middle of their pay per views. Yeah, yeah, without fail. Holy shit! Without fail. Literally, right yeah. in the middle, right yeah. before the co-main and the main start. It's like here's the worst mm-hmm. match you're probably ever gonna see. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "All right, now let's get back to our regular." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's like they brought in Jacqueline. But oh they yeah, and fired Medusa. And then after this, I think they fired Jacqueline. Yeah. So like, this match just didn't mean like, shit. Oh. <laughs> and they but retire Medusa. Akira Hokuto is gone. Yeah. It's like God. <laughs> Instead of Disco Inferno versus Medusa versus uh, Jacqueline, could have done Medusa versus Jacqueline. Yes. Akira Hokuto. Anybody. Could have taught you a couple of things about Any, your fucking footwork. Anybody. You don't see Akira Hokuto with the happy feet, do you? Like, anyone could have been in there, and you could have had a decent women's match. Instead, we got Disco Inferno running around the ring for yeah. three fucking minutes. Yeah, because apparently you can't hit a woman. Little, but they made this match regardless. Uh, little did we know, six months later, the Attitude Era would be in full swing and <laughs> Sable is powerbombing fucking Mark Merrow. <laughs> and whooping ass. Match number six. It is the most uh, uh, the most pushed man in WCW at the moment. Kurt Five Hennig. Five main events. Mm-hmm. Five main events. Five main events. Mm-hmm. Let's and, see how he does. And he won a majority. <laughs> versus the nature bar, Merc Flower. Yes. Indeed. For some reason, oh, Kurt Henning is coming out with the Cruiserweight title instead of the United States title, being very poorly disguised. <laughs> <laughs> and and walking out with Flair's robe. Cut off at the so, shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> and poorly hemmed. It was just nipped <laughs> off at the shoulders. It's like somebody went at it with a knife and fork. <laughs> that, that feels like a last-minute decision. No kidding. They saw the role. They're like, fuck it. Let's just, let's just I, cut the sleeves I off. I want to show my best steps. Yeah. And Shivani is going on a crazy rant. Like, mm-hmm. he was really pissed that he went out with the role. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, god I damn, Shivani. this man, this piece of shit man. <laughs> fuck this piece of shit man. <laughs> Honestly. But, um, yeah, Ric Flair storms the ring. He mm-hmm. gets to whipping. All right. He's whipping on Kurt uh, off the apron to the railing. There's outside brawling to begin. Mm-hmm. Rick takes Henning's leg to the post, tries for a chair shot, but misses. Mm-hmm. And, again, those 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 attacks in the post just seem so goofy yeah, with that slim they're, they're useless there. <laughs> <laughs> Back of the ring, it's chops and shots, baby. Woo! <laughs> Ric Flair recovers his robe, he puts it on, it doesn't look the same without the shoulders. <laughs> but he's walking around, he's doing a little strutting, and yeah, he's yeah. Um, But then, 
Kurt manages to get Ric Flair down, and Kurt with the uh, classic neck snap, yeah. as only Kurt Henning can do. Somebody ought to bring that back. Nobody has that. Nobody does that in pro wrestling. The anymore. neck snap? No, nothing. The classic neck snap. No. Yeah, they gotta bring that back, baby. You gotta bring that back. Uh, Henning works the leg and sends it off to the to the post, the Slim Jim post. Yeah, might we add. At Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc. Kurt Henning continues to work the leg. Ric Flair tries to fight back, but gets knocked down with a running forearm. Mm -hmm. Ric Flair is up and over to the outside. Curtis Axel's father follows him out. Oh, what? To attack. <laughs> so fucking random. And Curtis Axel's father snaps his neck on the top rope, then lures him back in. Punches and bunches to the face of Ric Flair. Kurt locks in a sleeper, but Ric Flair is able to get out with a back suplex. What's the matter? <laughs> I am Curtis Axel's father. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> What's oh going on? Oh my god. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, uh, Kurt attempts to nail Ric Flair in the head with a chair between the posts, but Ric lights up after that. A catapult to Sean Stasiak's mentor into the post. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> uh, <laughs> father to one half of father to one half of Rybaxel tries to walk out with the gold. <laughs> what? Why are you doing this? <laughs> lift to Ric Flair. Uh, <laughs> Ric Flair manages to put Kurt Henning in the tree of woe, wraps the belt leather side around his face because they can't show the fact that it's the cruiserweight belt. Uh, and then Ric Flair kicks the belt onto Kurt Henning's face. Jesus. Father to member of the social outcasts, Curtis Axel. <laughs> a DQ finish uh, Kurt Henning is then taken away by members of the NWO as Ric Flair continues to wanting to assault and get revenge on father to Michael McGillicuddy <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm actually crying <laughs> Why do you should have fucking hurt? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Way too hot for these shenanigans, man. Axel's <laughs> father is crazy. Uh, just a subpar uh, match. Subpar yeah, match. Nah, nothing special. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, the papi of uh, David Flair. And the and the pop, no, and the pop no. um, <laughs> he has way more famous. Michael kids. McGillicuddy could not get the job done. They couldn't bring out their A game for this one, but it's it's to lead to another match down the road. Uh, you know, yeah, because the ending, at least the ending, gave you something that's like, all right. There's still more to this, exactly. But the first encounter was kind of. Yeah. Uh, 
We're we're laying the groundwork, you know. Yeah, yeah. we're laying the groundwork for the Texas uh, Texas redneck. As Triple H says, you just gotta wait and wait, wait, wait to see it play out. That's right. <laughs> the story never ends, apparently. <laughs> Match seven. Yeah. Well, after we have Gino Gerland bringing out J.J. Dillon. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, JJ Dillon pulls out a contract. He says the main event is back on. It was never off to begin with. Uh, they can't get away with this shit. Eric Bischoff comes out. He says, "You ain't got the stroke, okay? You ain't got the stroke. You ain't got the authority." And JJ Dillon, he hands him the contract. He says, "It's notarized. It's signed, sealed, and delivered. The match is happening." And Eric Bischoff is just like, "You ain't got the stroke." <laughs> You ain't got the authority. Told you. Right? Who do you think you are? And J.J. Dillon is like, listen, either Hogan is out there or, you know, there's going to be some ramifications. All right? You're going to be sued. You're going to be sued for everything you've got. And Eric Bischoff is like, you ain't got the stroke. (laughs) All right? If Sting shows up tonight, we want Nitro. Just flippant. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. NWO wants Nitro. Because this is this is back when he wanted to do NWO Nitro. That's yeah. Right. yeah. That's right. And give WCW like fucking I think it was Saturday night or some no, shit. I think it was them, uh, remember Thunder? I think they were gonna give them Thunder. I, I think yes. it was gonna be NWO Nitro and WCW Thunder. That mm. was the <laughs> that was the plan. Wow. This wow. Is, Listen, they, they really they, they they struck gold with NWO, but they, they tried to milk it for yes. way too much. Honestly. Match number seven is Larry Zbisco, old Larry Z as a special guest referee. Yep. Taking on Big Scott Hall and sexy flexy Lex Luger. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yes. Uh NWO is thinking of ways to mess this up. Right or wrong. Yes or no. Yay or nay. <laughs> Says Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> what do they give him before the show? It has to be something. I just love it. Scott Hall's coming down. He's only there with six because Kevin Nash is gone from television right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore, Scott Hall and six were uh, filling in for tag team champions. And Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner, the Steiner brothers, finally got their moment on an episode of Nitro. Defeating them for the tag team championship. Finally, God damn. Mm-hmm. So when they didn't do that road wild, I thought that it was it was a wrap. Yeah, and I, I feel like they've missed the opportunity, and it doesn't really matter now. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, <laughs> kind of nod to current gen, but not talking about it. No, you gotta see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah, They didn't go through enough adversity. <laughs> Ran them over with hey, a car. He needs a redemption story. Yeah, That's what yeah. he needs. <laughs> they flipped the car over. They spray maced him in the eyes. Did Scott Steiner got arrested? One of them arrested. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They killed him with some steel posts to Rick Steiner. It's all about the comeback story. It's all about the comeback, <laughs> and, and the comeback just keeps on happening. Uh, yeah, so NWO was thinking of ways to mess this up. Right around, yes or no, yeah or nay, and Bobby and Tony are just like yay. <laughs> <laughs> A tie up to begin. Larry is having to pull off the men from out of the corner. A side headlock by Scott. Uh, Luger is able to power up uh, and then uh, grabs the hair. Does Scott Hall in order to keep it on? Larry forces the break. A test of strength offer by Scott Hall. A sucker 
punch into the kick, I should say. Yeah. And a bow, uh, and then uh, locks in the bow and arrow stretch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Dusty Rhodes is trying to talk, and he's like, don't contradict me. <laughs> oh and Tony Schiavone is like, well, I'm getting ready to contradict you again, buddy. And they are just fighting on the desk now, it seems. Uh, Luger gets up. He reverses. He goes for the 10-punch spot. Um, but Larry kind of does a slight distraction. They say, like, get on off of there. Get yeah, off. Yeah. And Scott Hall manages to do an atomic drop clothesline combo. A running corner clothesline by Scott Hall gets a two-count, a very slow two-count by Larry Z. Mm-hmm. A follow-away slam by Scotty H. A sleeper hold on Lex Luger for a while. Lex Luger is able to fire up and then hit a back suplex to a double down. Mm-hmm. My favorite Dusty Rhodes comment of all time. He's looking drowsy. He's looking drowsy right now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Scott uh, kicks Luger out of the ring. Uh, Hall is keeping him out, but Larry Zabisco is not having any of it. Uh, he fights with Larry and then gets backdropped over the top rope by Larry Zabisco. Beautiful moment. Eric Bischoff comes out. Larry Zabisco kicks him in the ribs <laughs> to get him off of there. Uh, Luger and Scott Hall both beat the 10 count back in. Luger starts to fire up, starts with a big comeback, atomic drop, forearm shot. Torture rack is called. Uh, but then Six comes in during the Eric Bischoff distraction, kicks Lex Luger in the back of the dome piece. Yep. Hall hits the outsider's edge, and Scott Hall picks up the victory. Or does he? Ooh. Because Larry Zabisco says, I want to see the replay. I want to say it right now. So they pull up the replay. Shows that Six delivers the, the kick to the back of the neck. Larry reverses the decision. He says, this match is going on. I just saw the replay. This match restarts. He starts to count. Scott Hall runs back in. Uh, torture rack by Lex Luger is put on very quickly after that. After uh, Larry pushes Scott Hall into it. Uh, then the bell rings. Lex Luger wins. But the attack begins. Yeah. Eric Bischoff, Six, and Scott Hall lay the beat down on Larry Zabisco, and then the symbolic three count. Eric Bischoff plants his foot on Larry Zabisco's chest. Scott Hall counts a three. Jesus. Uh, <clears throat> this was a decent match. Mm-hmm. It's your basic Scott Hall match. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was one moment in the match that I found funny mm. uh, when Luger went to do the, the what's it called, like bringing uh, Scott Hall's arms behind his back. Yeah. And you can clearly see that Scott Hall is actually holding on <laughs> to Luger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, you could just let him go. <laughs> so that, that was a funny moment. Other than that... Um, not much to it. Not much. The ending was a little bit confusing. Mm. Uh, just because once they restarted the match, even though uh, Larry called for the bell, I don't think the bell actually rang mm. because Six interfered at the exact same time. Indeed. So I don't think there's an actual winner to this match. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a weird it was a weird match. It was a weird co-main event. The quality is definitely going downhill here. Yeah, it was a weird, weird co-main event, especially Mm. when you have, like, 
these two huge stars, the fact that it didn't deliver was kind of like, oh, what the fuck? Very strange. Yeah. Very strange. Las Vegas street fight time. A glorified last man standing match. Yeah. Essentially. One man must not be able to answer the 10 count. Mm -hmm. It is Randy Macho Man Savage taking on Diamond Dallas Page. Now, the match begins on the outside with some brawling. Yeah. We get right to it. Both men, they have a great entrance. They both come out, Macho Man, wearing yeah. the Slim Jim outfit. It looks beautiful. And each man, they're both 1-1 against yeah. each other in yeah. pay-per-view. So this is indeed the ultimate grudge match. Indeed it is. Uh, yeah, so outside brawling to start. Uh, Macho attacks the now six-month injured ribs of Diamond Dallas Page <laughs> because he's, he's taped up again. <laughs> Uh, Page snap mare with the ripped shirt of Macho Man Randy Savage once they are in ring. Macho gets the advantage and hangs him up on the ropes, though. Macho choking him in the corner. Page beating the lord out of Savage in the corner. <laughs> Just beating the piss out of him. Double clothesline. Both men are down. A neckbreaker then by Page once they get back to their feet. Macho is able to block the first of three diamond cutter attempts and bails out of the ring. Springboard crossbody by DDP. You don't see that too often. But then, top rope by Macho with the bombs away. Thank you, Gorilla Monsoon. The axe handle off the top. Into the crowd now. Axe handle off the railing, which was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. They uh, crowd brawl a bit over to the staging area. Into the tombstones go Macho Man. A body slam through the casket. And then, Diamond Dallas Page picks up a glass plate and smashes it off the head, the head of Randy Savage. And then the greatest call of all time by Dusty Rhodes. He wobble him. He did he wobble him. I like this. Dusty Rhodes is not serious. Oh, baby. We got to do an episode just reacting to all his fucking quotes. Oh, Lord. We'll be here for days. Back to ringside. Into the steel steps goes Diamond Dallas Page. Macho Man grabs the camera and brings it into the ring, looks to hit Diamond Dallas Page with it, but gets kicked back into the Macho Man's face. Liz, all of a sudden, materializes <laughs> with a glass plate of her own, and she smashes it off the head of the referee so, for no reason. So it's a no DQ match. So <laughs> but she just destroys him over the face. Uh, Liz then grabs a cord and starts choking. Here comes Kimberly Page. What is happening? <laughs> uh, Nick Patrick is here with a medic as Kimberly drags Elizabeth off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with Dusty Rhodes screaming catfight. <laughs> Nick Patrick is here to save the day. Page begins to fight back. He goes for the diamond cutter, but Macho Man grabs the rope. Diamond Dallas Page smashes his head. A very shitty elbow drop by the Macho Man here. Uh, nearly gets a 10 count, though, but Paige gets up. A massive elbow by Randy Savage again. This time, Paige gets up at 9, counters a body slam into the diamond cutter. Third time's a charm. Both men up. Macho Man blocks the, the diamond cutter with a low blow. Diamond Dallas Page then rolls to the outside of the ring at this point, and here comes a fake sting. It's sting. <laughs> <laughs> this is apparently Hulk Hogan. Yeah, because he still has the boots on. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so with a bat, uh, hits Diamond Dallas Page with the bat into the injured ribs. 
uh, Diamond Alex Page cannot answer the 10 count. Macho Man picks up the victory. Uh, disappointing end to end, mm. disappointing end to the feud. Yeah. Um, it was a good match though. It was, a, oh yeah, it was yeah. an excellent match. I thought it was a great uh, match, yeah. I think we got a Raven cameo at one point. We did, we did. Um, there was a cat fight. There like was there, there fight. was a bunch of shit going on in the match. Yes. It's just the ending. Because mm. as we're going to see mm. in the main event, <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do with this thing. Mm. I don't get it. Maybe I'm not hip. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's something I'm missing, but I don't get what they're trying to do with this whole <laughs> fake thing. Because they did it on Nitro. Yeah. They're doing it tonight. Yes, I'm like, are. what the fuck? What's the point of this? I don't know. But they take the, the fake sting to a whole new level as Michael Buffer leads us to the main event. Yeah. Buff the stuff Buffer to announce us in. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Buff the stuff buffer. I like that. He says the survivor, if there is one, will be declared the winner. This steel cage match is now being touted as the biggest cage match ever of all time. This is three weeks since Hell in a Cell. It is non-title again. I was waiting for you to get to that part. <laughs> Non-title. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Roddy has stolen Hollywood Hogan's belt. Okay, do you have Michael Buffer's full, like, entrance speech? No. Okay. No. Because yes. he doesn't explain how the match is won. Yeah, that's right. All he says is the survivor. Yeah, he doesn't explain how the match is done. It is won. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Match starts. Mm-hmm. There's no ref in the ring. Not at all. No. So the <laughs> so everyone's like, okay, there's must, no ref. Must be escape the cage. It must must be surely. So let's start the review. Let's see. <laughs> so Roddy has stolen Hogan's belt. Yep. Uh, here we go. They've they're one apiece on each other. Starcade and then Super Raw. Mm-hmm. Even though Roddy Piper has locked in the sleeper hold and technically gotten the victory twice over Hogan. Yeah. Uh, will third time be a charm? You know? Uh, let's see. Roddy Piper comes down. Um, Hogan has nobody with him, by the way. Yeah. Nobody yeah. comes out to his aid. It's just Hogan. Roddy Piper starts, he gets in, and he starts whipping a Hogan and then biting him on the ass. That was so funny. Because <laughs> he gets in there too. He, he gets in there. He does, he does. Uh, then he bites him on the back in the ring. Hogan starts begging off and he gets the poke to the eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Piper then delivers an atomic drop. Hogan tries to run and climb the cage but gets a low blow by Roddy Piper. Both men lightly smack each other off the cage wall. <laughs> yeah, very lightly. Very lightly. Hogan tries to escape through the door. Both men go out of the cage at the same time. So it's a draw. The bell does not ring. Of course not. <laughs> Nothing happens. Um, they fight on the outside for a bit. Hogan whips the cage door into Roddy Piper's face. That looked ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hogan says, I'm out of here. After he puts Piper down and has the advantage, Hogan's like, I'm out of here. I'm yeah. done. And then one sting appears on the ramp. What do you mean one sting? Sting. 
Yeah, Sting yeah, yeah. appears on the ramp. One on. Sting appears on the ramp. You're doing it again. It's Sting. It's uh, just Sting. Roddy Piper and the father of Brooke Hogan uh, <laughs> going back. <laughs> was she TNA president, Brooke Hogan? A president of the knockouts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> back into the cage now. This crowd is quiet. Very, very quiet. <laughs> They're probably confused as to how, well, how mm-hmm. someone wins. This. Uh, these guys are just taking turns lightly bumping each other into the cage. Uh, now they climb this incredibly frail and fragile looking cage. And it's not like a, it's a tall ass cage. It's a tall cage. It's, it's very tall. Yeah. It's the makeshift uh, House of Horrors cage. Um, uh, from from Halloween Havoc, the the Cage of Doom or whatever. Yeah. Um, yes. So <laughs> they they go up the cage. Cause oh yeah, one one thing about the cage. Yes. It's it's a steel cage match, but it it's is. not the regular steel cage. No, not attached to the ring. No, this is the steel cage. This steel cage attaches to like the barricade yeah. almost. Yeah. Like it's a big ass cage. It is. A second sting appears. As they gingerly climb the cage. Uh, nobody gives a shit as there is a murmur of confusion sweeping the audience. <laughs> Both men scale up the cage. Both men scale down the cage. Oh Hogan God. gets to whipping on Roddy Piper. And then Hogan tries to leave the cage once again over the top. Uh, Sting then stops him from leaving. Uh, stings in big yeah, air quotations. Yeah, yeah. Roddy goes to catch him. Another sting, and then another sting, and then another sting, and then another sting. Both men are fighting on top for a second, uh, on top of the cage. Both men start going down the cage. Yeah, because they they get an amazing shot of them Mm. fighting on top of the cage for like a second, and then it's over. And then they just come right on down. Uh, Both men start scaling down uh, down the cage. Another sting, by the way. Uh, And then... (laughs) This is absolute garbage. Uh, choking with the shirt does Hogan to Piper. Hogan then drops the big leg and then drops a second leg drop. Yeah. And then calls for a referee to get in. <laughs> Piper kicks out of two Hogan leg drops. <laughs> Some bullshit politics if I've ever seen it. Oh my God. And not a sound from the crowd either. Because they're all confused. There's like yeah. nine fucking stings. And then, <laughs> after all of these stings come out, here comes Randy Savage that bolts past a sting. Like, yeah, there was two standing in front yeah. of him. Just like fucking yeah. shoulders. Just shoulders him. him. Yeah. None of the stings come to do anything about it. Macho Man scales the cage. And good lord... His legs explode on impact. He jumps was, from the top of the cage was, to the ground. Because, again, this isn't a Jimmy Snooker cage. No. This isn't a regular. This is a tall-ass fucking cage. Yeah. And this from man lands on his fucking legs. Yeah, because Hogan doesn't catch him. No. <laughs> doesn't catch him at all. He Fuck ba- you, Hogan. He barely pretends to get hit. Yeah. Like, he barely pretends that he got hit. <laughs> the fact... The and, f- and you just see poor Macho Man just land and just yeah. collapse to the floor. All of his knees 
<laughs> His knees are boss up. And how Macho Man gets right back up in order to get tossed out by Piper. Hogan uh, gets locked into the sleeper. The, th- the three hands go down again. Roddy Piper wins. Yeah. Roddy Piper beats Hogan dead center of the ring. Uh, but that doesn't matter. Not one iota because the Piper gets beat down. A yeah. sting comes in and gets immediately fucked over. Mm-hmm. Uh, loses the mask and the hair. Yeah. That was, uh, was that a bo- that looked like a botch. That has to be a botch. I think it was. Um, but but we're not done there. Uh, Piper gets handcuffed to the cage, and both Hogan and Savage are beating down on him. Roddy, yeah, Hogan, uh, Eric Hogan, Bischoff has entered the cage. Hogan even puts on the mask yeah. that the Sting dropped. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Stings are worthless at this point. Yeah. Uh, and then a fan scales the cage. Yeah. And the camera is on him because I don't believe the camera people understand that that's not a real sting and that's not a like a planned sting. Yeah. It's yeah. a fan. Yeah. But the fan is able to get in. The, the, the fake sting tackles the fan <laughs> because he's like, oh, no. And like pins him up against the yeah. fucking cage and shit. Yeah. But then Macho Man and Hogan come over. And they grab the fan. And Macho Man, you can tell, wants to beat the kid within an inch of his life. <laughs> yeah. Hogan is throwing worked punches. Which, that's that's the part that confused yeah. me. Because I'm like, is this so is this guy a plant? Very confused. But apparently he's not a plant. Apparently this is a fan. Really? Yes. But apparently... So he just went with... Yeah. Yeah. But Hogan, I guess, is trying to save face because he's still... A Hollywood guy. Yeah. And I guess he doesn't want to be seen beating the piss out of a fucking <laughs> fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Macho Man is trying to kill him. You can't tell if this is a work or a shoot. Roddy Piper has been chained up against the cage. Yeah. Nobody understands what's going on. The stings have evaporated. There's no stings afoot. Ugly, ugly stuff. End of the show. <laughs> yeah, because I, I like. It's weird because I saw some people say that that he was a plant. Some people saying that he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, what the fuck? Because they kept the camera on him for so long, it makes it seem like he's a plant. Yeah, because and like Hogan throwing the punches. The way the fake Sting, sting reacted and yeah. the way uh, uh, Savage reacted, yeah. it's like this guy's clearly not a part yeah. of this. Yeah. But then because Hogan throws the work, that's what throws people yeah. off. They're like, wait, why would it's you? It's very strange. Yeah. It's very strange. But I, I truly believe that it's it's not a plant. And he wasn't supposed to get in there because, like, nobody else is dressed like him. Yeah. because he very clearly He just fan. had the mask. He just had but the then paint. he had just He had street, paint. Yeah, and then he just had street clothes yeah. on. Everybody yeah. Everybody else was in Sting guard. Yeah. And the, the fact that the other Sting tackled him. Yeah. Like, if anyone would know if he's a plan or not, exactly. it would be the guy. Be <laughs> yeah. But because they're like, get him in the ring, and there's security guards in there that are trying to get the kid out of there. Yeah. While Savage has got a bear hug on him. Like, like I want to get this man down and kill him. Yeah. Because that's who Macho Man Randy Savage is. <laughs> what a mess. What a mess. But negative five stars. <laughs> the, one, the one thing I will give uh the one thing I will give this main event uh-huh. 
is that this Can is... Can you give them anything? Of course. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to give them one thing. Okay, and what is that? This is the most WCW <laughs> main event ever. Everything that could go wrong <laughs> went wrong. <laughs> And it only happens with Hogan and Piper. Because this, this happened. There was a fan at Starcade. Yeah. There was a fuck up at uh, Super Brawl with, uh, when was, the leg was supposed to be under yeah, the, the rope. Miss, yeah, and the it wasn't. Leg. And, now, and this. now here with a fan <laughs> and madness and just yeah, this macho man breaking his legs. No one knowing the rules. Yeah, nobody knows the rules. This the ref is out and then being, in. Not being for the title. It's literally the perfect <laughs> WCW main event. It's the grossest, <laughs> grossest thing I've ever seen. But yeah, we are on to the end now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to discuss match of the night, standout star, the overall show grade, yes. But we're going to do what we did in the last season, in which mm. we discuss who we think is the standout star overall out okay. of the whole season that we've done. Um. Is this storyline worth the hype? Uh, that that because I originally was like, yeah, this is an underrated feud. <laughs> this is an <laughs> underrated second helping. Okay. I believe that Starcade '96 is better than '97. We're going to explore this. Mm -hmm. um, were these guys past their prime? Things of that nature. And then finally, we've got. The overall show grade and our overall grade for the entirety of WCW 96 and 97. Let's go. Let's do it. We must first begin with the match of the night mm -hmm. for Halloween Havoc. Slim Jims! Halloween Havoc 1997. <laughs> Who do you have for me? That goes well saying. Hmm. You know. <laughs> it's Eddie. Ray and Eddie Guerrero. Ed Eddie and Ray. Yes. Uh... Uh, my standout stars are also Eddie and Ray. Oh, you're doing them as packaging? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm packaging mm. both, giving them both their awards. Mm. Uh, just an, an amazing match on a very confusing and very weird card. <laughs> um, and it, it, it kind of also... Yeah. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead when I get my piece. Yeah. I'll say it's It's also one of those... Like I, I always see them mention this match, this match, this match. Yeah, I've never heard people mention any other match from this pay per view, <laughs> and now yeah. I understand why. Yes, now I understand why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. And your overall show grade, good. Uh, start. three out of five. Three out of five. Three out of five. Okay. It was just decent enough to not be a two, mm. but also nothing that you should go back and. Force yourself to watch, right? Other, yeah. than, other than the title match, yeah, yeah. cruiserweight belt. Yes, um, yeah, I have to echo you on the match of the night. Absolutely, mm -hmm. it is a and uh, Eddie and Ray for sure. Um, I'm giving the standout star solely to Eddie Guerrero, though. Fair. Um, I felt like he was a very good foil, and because there have been a lot of people in the X against Ray Mysterio spot. And as we've seen over the podcast, and they've delivered their wrestling performance has been stellar. Ultimo Dragon, Dean Malenko, um, yep. whoever else it has been. Yeah. Uh, Steven Regal. Prince Iacam. Yeah, Prince Iacam. Many, many people. Eddie Guerrero was the first person that I believe brought so much character work. Yeah. As well as the wrestling. 
So we got a, a nice merger of the two combos of character for heel work and for wrestling. And I mm-hmm. think that puts the edge to it because everybody else has brought wrestling work, a little bit of character, but it's always been focused on the uh, end wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie Guerrero did uh, uh, something different there. So I enjoy that. Um, as for the overall show grade, I'm giving it a 3.5 because awesome. I enjoyed the Eddie match, uh, Eddie and Ray, and I also enjoyed the Las Vegas street fight. I think those two matches made it good. And the thing is, is that on paper, this card was very good. Yeah. The opening of Ultima Dragon, Yuji Nagata, pretty good match. <laughs> Ghetto and Jericho, had it not been for that horrific bump uh, and botch, it was a fine match. Yeah. Um, there were also some other matches on here that weren't awful. Um, like Scott Hall and Lex Luger wasn't awful. Underwhelming, sure, certainly, but not awful. Um, the only real terrible match... Disco and Jackie. Yeah, that one was bad. Uh, and then Alex Wright and Mongo. Mongo. Um, but besides that, like, not not awful. Yeah, not awful. Because yeah. um, even, even the Kurt and Rick match, like, yeah, you can kind of... Fine. Yeah, yeah, and you can kind of understand the DQ. Yeah. So even that one's decent. Yeah. And it was fine. But the main event fucking tanks this yeah, show. Yeah. How you have one of the best matches ever for WCW and the worst match on the same card <laughs> is beyond me. But by golly, they did it. But I think three out of five is fine. Perfectly middle of the road. All right. So I'm going I'm to start with you right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, standout star of the whole feud. Standout star of the entire duration of the podcast is Diamond Dallas Page. Same. Yes. Same. Uh, From where he came from, at the beginning of this podcast, where he has ended, at the top of the card, firmly at the top of the card. Yeah, that's true, because when we first started, he was was a heel. Yes, and a lower mid-card heel. Yeah, and now we're all the way up to co-main event in one of the best feuds of the year. Yes, and he would continue... To grow, continue to be mm-hmm. a top star and a top main event guy. So yeah, the turnaround for Diamond Dallas Page has been stellar. Because we criticized him a lot when we oh, first started. Oh, did we ever? When we first started. Did we ever? Um, but yeah, and just deserving as well. But mm-hmm. from the start of January to October, mm-hmm. fantastic turnaround for Diamond Dallas Page. And yeah, can't say enough good things about him. He put on good matches all the time. Yeah. He never had a real bad match, uh, other than his character being all over the place at the beginning. (laughs) Where he tried to do like nine different gimmicks at the same time. So good on him because he found his his place. The people loved him. uh, Being an adversary to the NWO. And the pairing with with Savage was just money. Exactly. Very good. Very good stuff. So Diamond Dallas Page... You are the same. Yep. So let's move on to the favorite match across the entire WCW podcast run. Yes, yeah. So I'm going with Ultimo Dragon versus Dean Malenko. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. At Starcade 96? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me you too. <laughs> God damn it. Man. Oh, yeah, but it's, it's true, though, because I remember back now the perfect build for Dragon. Yep. That perfect he came build out with all the up belts. to the title match. You 
Yeah, very, very good match. I will I will always remember that, but I, I actually want to give special mention to Hogan and Rodman versus Lex Luger and the Giants. Holy shit. <laughs> because that was such a, a fucking entertaining that match. That was a fun match. That was a very fun yeah, match. Yeah, on a very good show. Yeah. I remember that, but damn, the main event was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So And I was super surprised by Rodman. Exactly. I thought he was going to be way worse. Exactly. Yeah. And he does end up stinking out the joint in, in, in later outings. Yeah, yeah. But for this one, he was very, very good, and I thought they did a good job. So special mention to them. The Dark Horse. The one that surprised us most during the podcast, or the ones that we feel didn't get enough credit, weren't in the right place, but were always right there where they were supposed to be. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ultimo Dragon again. You're going with the Dragon. Yeah, That's a I, very good shout. Yeah, because he's very good. He he was like from the from uh, Halloween Havoc '96 mm-hmm. till now. I just feel like he's been the one that just keeps on delivering. Yeah. I don't think he's had a bad match since he did we not. started. He did not. Not um, ever. It just sucks that because of the way wrestling was back then, mm-hmm. he was kind of stuck in that like opener, opening matches type of thing, not really yeah. getting a proper storyline. I think they gave him they gave him one of the Sonny Ono stuff, but that was still kind of left in the in the opening matches type of thing. Absolutely. So I'm gonna give him my dark horse. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um for the funnies, and because he legitimately did surprise me, it's Alex Wright. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. However, that is for the funnies and what it should be and what I am going with is Rey Mysterio Jr. Again, both of those are good picks. Because even though They're Alex, because Alex Wright, the only problem with him is that we 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 only got like exactly a couple weeks exactly ago. right. But he was he he definitely he came out of nowhere and he was such a genuine surprise. And I yeah. freaking love Alex right now. And I definitely want to go and see more of his stuff yep. in the future. Um, and I I really do want to give it to him. But we did only see him like twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whereas Rey Mysterio was a constant fixture, mm-hmm. a constant, like, again, innovator, damn near match of the night person on a regular basis. Yep. And Rey Mysterio starts and ends the podcast run with, with amazing performances. Because yep. I remember that Halloween Havoc match that he first had. It was incredible. It was amazing. And we got that never say die attitude right off the bat with him. Yeah. And it never stopped. And to, to culminate here with gold, definitely a dark horse of the podcast. Okay. So before we go on to the final grade for the yes. feud. Yes. Who was the worst wrestler of the feud? T Jeff Jarrett. I actually have. You're kidding! Yeah, just because wow. he ba- just because he bailed on the feud, I didn't wow. like. That. I didn't like <laughs> just because he bailed on the feud, so I have to give him the worst. Because at least with Steve Mongo, I at least got a couple chuckles out of him, and we got that one match with the football player yes, that was decent. Yeah, well, decent if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> but with Jeff Jarrett, never liked one of his matches. His gimmick was shit. His promos were shit. 
Yeah. He was in a feud that just didn't make any sense to me. Yep. Then he bailed on said feud. All of his matches were five to ten minutes worth of stalling yep. and barely doing anything. He fucking sucked. <laughs> he right. absolutely sucked. All right, let's do it. Yes, because now, now we it's, must it's discuss time. the feud itself. What we brought ourselves here to discover, to unravel, to examine. And that is of Hollywood Hogan and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Ten years after their first collision. And let's talk about it. We talk about the fact that they drew a hell of a lot of money yep. each time that they got in the ring together. Yep. Starcade did huge numbers, best numbers for Starcade in the history of Starcade up until that point. Mm -hmm. Super Brawl, another huge box office gate, uh, huge pay-per-view buy rates. Um, yeah, sold out all of that jazz for uh, Super Brawl. Mm -hmm. And then once again, this was six, seven months because February to October. They yeah. didn't touch after that other than, you know, their little bit of uncensored. Their next singles match again, big, huge buy rates for Halloween Havoc. Huge numbers, sold out crowd, three times a charm. Yeah. <laughs> match of the century, yada, yada, yada. These two men had the star power. They did. Yeah. They had the star power to sell. <laughs> Starcade 1996, I will stand by as a good match. It's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good. It's not great. It's a serviceable, good main event. Okay. Meant very much to be held on the laurels of the star quality and the you know, entertainment, storytelling, mm. and the shock victory of Roddy Piper, clean. That, that's what yeah. was the biggest takeaway from that match. Yes. That yeah. shock victory. Absolutely. Um, however, <laughs> we got to review the train wrecks yep. as they happened. Yep. Super Brawl was a train wreck, and Halloween Havoc was somehow even worse. <laughs> Uh, following the nitros and stuff like that, really didn't get too much interaction between Hogan and Piper. We and really didn't. That's that was my biggest thing with yeah. this feud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Starcade and Starcade to Super Bowl, yes, very much so. You got a lot from Super Bowl because it started at Halloween Havoc and then carried over, and then you had basically a good six month period as well because you had Halloween Havoc up until Super Bowl. Yep. Where they were, they were communicating quite a bit, and it was very much Hogan versus Piper, Hogan versus Piper. Uh, so yeah, the question to you is: the the grade of the feud itself was it worth revisiting ten years later? Mm. Do you feel that it lived up to the hype for any of the matches? And yeah, the, those are really the two base questions. Did it live up to the hype at any point? Did these men look good coming out? That's the third one. Did okay. either of these men look good coming out of the feud? All right, so... There we go. <laughs> I don't think this was a good feud. Mm. This, this, this feud was one of the most... Like, one of the biggest headaches to follow. <laughs> I don't know how they did it in the 90s. Mm. 
just following it like the way we're doing it was such a headache <laughs> because they don't interact with each other. There's no like half of this feud is Hogan versus Lex Luger. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Piper being a GM or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Like the the matches, they were fun, but they were that fun chaos that like doesn't really resolve anything mm-hmm. at the except for the first match, which was decent, especially yeah. with the ending. You're like, okay, this is this is interesting. Yeah. The other two were just noise and loud. <laughs> it was just was just noise and like you you didn't even get any big moves or anything like that. No. No. I think Hogan was still decent enough that he could go. Mm. Piper, I think, was was a bit mm. past his prime. He was a bit <laughs> he was a bit ripe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they they tried to disguise it with, with like you know with the rest holds and just adding a lot of shenanigans into the match. But yes. when it was just them two, you can tell that he he was not the same as before. Yeah. Um, I don't think this was a mat- This was a feud that was worth reviewing. I don't think people should review this <laughs> this this thing. Now, if you're doing, if you want to relive. 1997 mm. as a whole, yes. then yes, because I did have fun reviewing 1997. A lot of gold, a lot of a gold, a lot of good shit is mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, that's just kind of hidden because the feud kind of distracts you from yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're looking at that, if you're looking at like kind of like reliving the war, mm. like you you're looking at at, at WCW and Raw, mm. sort of like what we were doing, then yeah. This is definitely worth checking out, but if you're just here for Hogan Piper, yeah, it might be a rough. It mm. might be a rough watch. Mm. <laughs> it might be a rough watch. So yeah. overall, I, I'll give if I have to give it a, a, a grade, I'll give it like a two because mm. the one match was good and the other two matches were fun. If it weren't for just all the shenanigans Damn. going on, Damn. yeah. It was, a, it was a disaster. Yeah, yeah. It was a and disaster to and to, for your for your last point, I think both men came out looking bad from this feud <laughs> because Hogan yeah. lost twice mm-hmm. and Piper beat Hogan twice but doesn't have the title to no. show for it. No. <laughs> so it's like, what what was the point here? <laughs> Piper has no title. Hogan has two losses. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, but that's that's just my opinion. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Why when you put it like that? <laughs> when you put it like that, hard to argue. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This was not a good feud. It wasn't. No. Um. Roddy Piper needed a Ric Flair to bounce around for him mm. to make him look good because I remember that match yeah. from Bash at the Beach yeah. and how good that match was yeah. and how much I get sucked into that match. And he looked very good. Yeah. Uh, the tag matches with the Outsiders, mm. with, you know, them, those are pretty good as well. Um but the, the actual Hogan Piper feud itself, yeah. Um, Starcade '96, I I stand by, very good show, and the the ending 
Roddy Piper getting the win, getting the hand held high, having put Hogan down clean. Yeah. Clean as a whistle. Like, yeah, maybe a touch of shenanigans, but Hogan was locked in that sleeper and one, two, three, done. Yeah, because I've, I've never watched this feud. So even when I was re-watching it the first time and I that, saw Hogan's arm go down for the third time, I was yeah, like, oh. Done. And oh, that's, that's significant. And that made Piper look like a million bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. But the follow-up match and not being for the title, and then when it is for the title, it's like, oh, God. like It's like Piper has to win, so we're going to make you pass out to the to the sleeper again. Yeah. Like, I have to get the visual win, and then Savage is going to fuck up pulling you under the rope. <laughs> and then again here, like Halloween Havoc, like, okay, yeah, fine. Like, I'm going to get the visual win. Uh, you're going to go down to the sleeper again, but we're going to handcuff you and beat the shit out of you. And I'd keep the title. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the title and Hogan's gonna look, you know, stand tall. Yeah, in this abysmal match again. Like, this feud was about Hogan versus everyone except, yeah, Piper. Yeah, Hogan Sting. Yeah, Hogan Luger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hogan the Giant. Hogan the Giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely right. It doesn't look good. Um, I think. For the sheer drawing power, yeah, it was worth the revisit by WCW. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I think you have Roddy Piper. Oh no, there. yeah, yeah. From from a company standpoint, yeah. from a, a a monetary standpoint, yeah, this was one of the best feuds ever. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. For money making, for eyes on the product. Yeah, they always yeah. were ahead during the Monday Night War. Yeah. in '97, I think it was worth cashing in on. Yeah. Um, but towards the end, it really, really hurt your business. <laughs> really hurt your company. Because these are critically panned matches. Age in the cage. They had no business being in that cage. I don't know why you'd create... <laughs> why you'd, you'd use that cage. Yeah. Why would you use that cage? You almost blew fucking Savage's oh. knees out. <laughs> like, just... Man, oh, just so bad. And I feel like this is one of those feuds that if social media was around, no. it wouldn't have got so no. wouldn't have gone so long. No, because people would have just been like, "Hey, this is yeah. some bullshit." There'd be no love, There'd but because be no love for because it. in the nineties, it's kind of like word takes a little longer to spread. Yes. You could have cut. You kind of could cash in on 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 that you know indeed indeed uh so yeah i mean neither man kind of comes out looking very good after as you explained you know piper gets the wins but he doesn't get the belt and hogan takes the losses and yeah he might still have the belt and (laughs) yeah but yeah and it it does kind of chip at him uh leading into starcade yeah because sting is yeah like he's not going after an undefeated hogan that's Rain Terror. He's going after a, 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 Hogan a belt. Yeah. He's going after the title at that yeah. point. But be that as it may, the, the grade that I give to it is a 2.5 because I think historically it has a bit of significance for Hogan losing clean. Yeah. It yeah. has a good match at Starcade. They drew great money. And, and, and all the fucking great openers. All the great openers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think at the end of the day, it has to give a 2.5, but that's as much as I'm able to give the feud. Um, <laughs> it was it was a rough one. It was a rough it one. It was a yeah. rough one. Yeah. Uh, and 
but so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, again, if, if you if you still if you want to watch some of those pay per views, mm. definitely go because there's some gems in there. There's some funny moments in there. Like there, they weren't terrible, terrible pay per views. But if you're just looking at the feud, might be. Hit or miss. Absolutely. Might be hit or miss. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, so there we go. That we is it. a closure on the WCW chapter of our lives. And we're going to be moving forth with yeah. a new feud. We're doing it, man. Or less of a feud and more of a storyline because it is all-encompassing, this next feud, across <laughs> the WWE in circa 2003. I brought this to your attention just, John, because yep. I have deemed it the McMenus angle. <laughs> oh, shit. Can't wait for this one. It is in 2003, and we will be starting in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. No oh, Way Out 2003. Hulk Hogan and The Rock 2, the rematch from WrestleMania 18. And the reason that I call it the McManus angle is because this is where Vince McMahon is all over the show (laughs) in SmackDown of 2003. It is going to go from No Way Out 2003 and is going to culminate at Survivor Series 2003. In which, just some of the highlights for our gentle listeners, we're going to be looking at Hulk Hogan versus Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 19, where Hulk Hogan turns into Mr. America. Oh, my God. Where Roddy Piper returns. Where... Oh, we cannot get away from Hogan and Piper. Where Zach Gowan makes his debut and goes against Vince McMahon. Where Vince McMahon decides to have an I Quit match with his daughter. Where Vince McMahon gets involved in the main event in which cost The Undertaker the World Championship. Where he sides with Brock Lesnar in the main event scene for the title. And capping off where it all ends. Buried alive. A buried alive (laughs) match in which Vince McMahon goes against The Undertaker. Let's do it. I'm hyped for this. I've always wanted to see... This version of McMahon oh, in yes. its full. Oh, so yes. this is going to be interesting. In his most evil. This is going to be In his most tyrannical. I believe more so than 2006 when he's God. I believe more so in 1998 when he's the all-encompassing corporate ear, the corporate boss. Yeah. 2003, where he is absolutely ridiculous. He brings back Sable, a man, a woman who notoriously sued them for sexual harassment only to come back and be Vince McMahon's plaything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is this the walking the, the dog angle? Oh, absolutely. There's oh, so much here. My There's so much here. I can't wait for this shit. That we are going to dig into and, and we, explore. we have the punishment episode right Indeed. before that. So Indeed. that punishment episode and the Saturday night main event. And is, a Saturday night main event will so be coming to you. So we got a two-episode two intermission. Absolutely. And then we start with season three. That is yes. the McMenus era. Absolutely. The McMenus era comes to you. But until then. Thank you so much for joining us for this, the final episode of this season of the podcast. We hope 
that you have enjoyed. And if you did, leave us a rating, review, like, share, and subscribe. If anybody out there is interested in the old classic reviews of professional wrestling and, and you seem to know them, give them a shout our way. Send them our way. Just say, hey, take a look at these guys and tell us what you think about them. Where can they find us, Just John? Uh, you can tweet at us at Twitter, mm -hmm. uh, at the Colossal Tussle One. Indeed. You can follow us on YouTube at the Colossal Tussle, mm -hmm. uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, Audible. What else? Uh, iHeartRadio. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Uh, shit. Wherever you can find a podcast, you will find our beautiful voices. Absolutely. Yep. We will be there. And we appreciate your support as we continue to grow on this. Uh, our podcast has been just a tremendous amount of fun. And if mm -hmm. you wish to support us even that much more, you have the opportunity for us to sponsor whatever it is that you would like us to sponsor. You can hit us up with an email, and that email goes to colossaltusslepod at gmail.com. That is colossaltusslepod at gmail.com. We will sponsor anything. We support Canadian independent wrestling. We support Canadians. <laughs> we support any and all things and would be happy to plug your merchandise or your shows or whatever it is on our podcast. And remember to go on Twitter when this episode drops so you guys can vote to see yes. what the punishment episode is Absolutely. between WrestleMania 9 and WCW in North Korea. <laughs> the North Korea, the, the collision, collision in, North in Korea. Korea. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, you'll find the poll on Twitter. You will find the poll on Instagram. Uh, you will find the poll on Spotify if you follow us and listen to us there. There yep. will be multiple places. We will tally up the votes, and we will have it for you. So, for Just John, for Hollywood Just John, I am Rowdy Roddy Johnson, and we are out. Thank you.